Three, two, and one. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to hear about today is nothing short of a been given the scientific knowledge, the technical ability, and the materials to pursue the exploration of the universe. Around the world. Three, two, one. This is Mind Faction Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what time it is. We're back. What's up? We are back in the war area, war room, war table, whatever we want to call it. Just studio. We are back in the podcast studio. Tonight. Episode number 24. 24. We are rocking with y'all, and I hope that y'all are rocking with us. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're going to do a few things different, and we had some requests. We know that a few people got a little pissed we didn't do the fun facts last episode we're kind of pissed too we've just we were trying to figure things yeah. out guys and we, we appreciate brainstorm. we appreciate you guys uh you know we, we love the feedback yeah we saw the feedback we saw you guys sharing you know um the last podcast yeah, and, and trying to help get the word out there so we you know we appreciate that and really appreciate it. we're bringing back like garrett just said the uh you know the the true crime and yes the we fun are. facts segments hell yeah and we got a new segment we do got a new segment I think they'll like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, let me uh, oh, mute man. this shit real quick. Oh. I'm getting all my mama texting me. Yeah. Hey ma. Hey ma. Hey ma. How you listen? Fuck you, small town murder. <laughs> yeah. Shout Straight out the gate. Um, I had one of our uh, listeners send us a podcast from a uh, and not really giving no promotion. These guys. I mean, I I know they're comedians or whatnot, but they're called uh, what? Small town murder. Is that what it's called? I, yeah. Something like that. Um, but there was an episode about Whitley City, Kentucky, and one of our listeners, it was about a lot of, a lot to do with his grandpa that was, uh, that was murdered, unfortunately. But uh, that was just like really like downing our location, our, our region, like our area in, yeah, in they, McCreary County. They, they took the time to go ahead and fully bash McCreary County completely. I, I mean, mean, they went hard on they it. Went, they went into like the demographics. They went into like how many people are on like government They did the programs. research on the, like the numbers and shit, yeah. but they went full out. Instead of just talking about the murder itself and the things that that pertain to, they went all out just to bash us. They did. And, you know, that to me, that's just like totally disrespectful. Um, Big time. But, you know, I mean, uh, these guys apparently that host this podcast are supposedly comedians. They're not yeah. very good. but I, um, I get what they're doing. But at the same time, man, like, that's just, it kind of pissed us off. Yeah. So um, we're just going to throw out a fuck you <laughs> Big to that fuck podcast. You. Um, I mean, they may do some cool shit. We didn't listen to all of it. But, I mean, man, don't fucking down some people's place like that. Like, there's a lot of good people who live here, man. And, um yeah, we ain't gonna stand for that shit. That's bullshit. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we know this podcast apparently had been done quite a while ago. Yeah, it was like uh, what one sixteen episode, like one nineteen, I think. And they're like yeah. they're almost at like three hundred episodes. I mean, I'm now, sure so. they got a popular podcast. Yeah, and I'm I mean, sure they they it bashed, sounded professional. I'm sure they bashed other people, oh, you know. Yeah. But you know, I mean, we want to, you know, we, we got to speak up for our own around here. So, you know, I just wonder why they called it small town murder. I guess I don't know. Just they so just, they could bash smaller areas or like, like that's what it is. It's, it's rural rural areas. I listen to some of their other shit. I, mean, I, they, I ain't listen to more. They do it to other people, but like, oh, okay. You know, as hard as they went and being from the small town that we're from, yeah, it's just you know, yeah. it's like a punch in the gut. I mean, how would they like if we said fuck your town, bro? You know, I don't know where they're from, but oh, I'm sure there's you know dirt that you can dig <clears> up on any city. Oh, yeah, it yeah, it doesn't sure. matter, yeah. small town, but anyways, big town, whatever. Um, I appreciated uh. Chris uh, sharing that episode with us just because the story, because I knew a lot of the people that was involved in the mm-hmm. story. And the concept of the their podcast is cool. I get what they're doing, but yeah. man, don't be bashing everybody. Like, hey, comedians is fun. We make fun of shit too. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, we're respectful. But hey, 
I guess they do what they do, but we still don't appreciate that shit. Anyways, let's shift gears. We move on. Man, you know, I've discussed this with Losi, with Corey here, Kilb. Um, a lot of times after we cut the podcast off, we have some we of the best conversations. Fucking go hard, bro. We yeah, do. It's it real deep, man. It and, gets super deep. And we've we've spoken about this before, but like these conversations that we have off the air is what actually made us want to have this podcast. It is. And you know, for whatever reason, we felt like we needed to bring certain criteria, certain content to you yeah. guys. And so, a lot of these things we don't really particularly talk about for like we say like some unknown reason, we right. just never really bring it up, but you know, we're really big into motivation. Definitely. Like in, inspiring each other. Because we all know. need help, man. There's We all struggle at some point. We do. And, you know, really, like after this last podcast that we did and we sat and we talked, you know, and really what we came to is like we all three have different careers. We have different things going on in our lives. But at the same time, we all have this same, you know, thing going on as, as you yeah. all probably do where it just feels like there's not enough time in the day. Oh, yeah, man. You know, and it's so crazy. It's like. Yeah, you know, we, we struggle to, like, come up with cool things. But, you know, in all reality, a lot of the times off the air, our conversations are awesome. I really think people would appreciate that. Um, So, yeah, we, we sit down and we, we've chatted with each other. And we just try to figure out a good structure for Mind Faction. You know, because Mind Faction, when we created it, it was really to – it's for people like us that think outside the box. Right. We're, we want to help open people's minds to think outside the box, motivate you to throw different, you know – Info your way and you perceive it how you want. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, that's what we're going to start doing more of. And I think everybody really enjoys, like, when we have in-depth conversations. It's like they're sitting here with us. Right. They're just chilling with us. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I know we spoke before on um, affirmations and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you guys are listening. We've spoken on this before. And if you haven't caught up on those podcasts, if you know what affirmation, affirmations are, how do we really pronounce that shit? Affirmations. affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys need to check this out. We all talked about doing this after the podcast um, last week. We were talking about affirmations. And what you do is you basically take and make you a list of the most important things that you want to accomplish in life. And in the morning, as soon as you wake up, read that list. Yeah, you can put, it, you can, it could be things you want to accomplish. Yeah. It could be changing the way that you perceive yourself. Exactly. Like if you want to speak good things to yourself, because I think a lot of people um, – whether they realize it or not, they they kind of bash themselves a little bit. Like, you know, if, if you Big feel time. like you've gained a little bit of weight and you look in the mirror and you're like, damn, I'm looking fat as hell right now. Or something. <laughs> For like, real, bro. Instead of that, you need to look at yourself and say, you know, I'm going to start getting serious and get I in shape. I can do this. You know, I got this. You know, I mean, and it sounds corny or whatever, but people don't do that enough. They don't give themselves enough positivity. It's true. And honestly, whatever you feed your brain, you know, whether it's just like a sleight of hand thing where you just exactly. kind of say it and move on, all that stuff, your brain, your subconscious is picking up all this. Oh, yeah, the negative. Yeah, and it's going to pour out of you. Yes. So if the more positivity you speak, even if in the back of your mind you're like, I know this is complete bullshit. Yeah. Like you need to like try to believe that you know, in the depths of your soul about what you're saying. Like, right. you know, I'm, one, I'm a leader. You know, um, I'm a strong individual. I'm motivated. I'm inspired. Exactly. You know, uh, I'm a role model. Whatever it is that you want to, you know, accomplish or however you want yourself to be, you have to try to believe that, speak that to yourself daily. Yep. And, you know, that's what an affirmation is. Go at it head on. Yeah. With everything you know. Um, I've heard, I can't remember who made this quote, but it was like, if you want to be successful, 
you got to want it bad enough just like you need to breathe or yeah. something Eric in that. Thomas. Eric, Eric Thomas. Thomas. Yeah, yeah. shouts out to him. I knew it was – I'm loosely yeah. on that, yeah, that whole word segment's play. like, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to – when you want to be as successful as bad as you want to breathe, that's when that's when successful. It, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. And Losey actually really us, break that you know, down. That he crazy. really there was a period of time where Losey really said that he was listening to Eric Thomas a lot, and that Daily. that, that specific day. segment and that 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 pushed him on to try to like constantly each day thinking about that, you know, to to achieve more, to be more. That's it, and that's what's all about. That's it, know? man. That's what we're here. You know, that's you know every like there's nobody listening to this podcast right now out there. If y'all are tuned in listening to this, you cannot tell me at some point in your life that you have not hit a all-time low. You've wanted to give up in things you're trying to accomplish in life, the things you're trying to pursue, the routes you're trying to take. It almost like, damn, why do I need to do this? It's just a dead end every time I turn around. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going my way. But I'm telling you from personal experiences, if your mindset is always in that mind frame, it won't turn around. Exactly. No matter what, guys. Like There's times I wake up like, this morning, man, I had a rough morning. Um, you know, as y'all know, lost my dad seven months ago. But t- today marks the 16th year anniversary of my big cousin, uh, Ricky, passing. Um, he was a big influence in my life growing up. And, you know, so that shit kind of hit me hard. But I remember, man, and, and this is a story touching on him. Um, I was probably like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And I had that first love. You know what I'm saying? Everybody goes to that first love and it fucking gets your heart ripped out and crushed and stomped on and played (laughs) hacky sack with. And and I was just down and fucking out, bro. Like, I'm going to be real. I was down and out. And my cousin was like, you know, he's he's a few years older than me. He's like five or six years older than me. I think he was. Let me see. 79. He's like four or five years older than me. I think it's when he was born in 79, I think. 78 or 79. But uh, he's like, man, bro. It's all right, bro. You'll find some more. You'll find some more women, bro. He always tried to motivate me. So when I got the call that he passed away, man, and uh, and unfortunately, and I'll be honest with you, he passed away from suicide, which is a man like I would have never in a million years thought that he would have taken his own life, bro. Like just it wasn't him to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he lived with us even in Ohio a lot when when I was growing up. You know, um, my mom and him was really close. My dad and him. Just a good guy, man. He taught me how to drive. You know, most of the time, he, he was the one who was with me because my dad at the time didn't have his license. And, you know, when you get your permit, you got to have a license driver. So Rick was the only one brave enough to jump in the car with me. We rolled yeah. out, dude. And, yeah. You it's know, just crazy. I think we always kind of need somebody like that in our lives, you we know. Do, and man. that was, he was that person for you. Yeah. And you can see why he meant so much to you. And, uh, oh, yeah, you know, definitely. We're dedicating episode number 24 to your cousin. Yeah, man. Rest and, in uh, peace. You know, this goes out to him. and uh, memory. You know, especially with us starting off talking about, uh, you know, motivating and, Motivation. and so on because he gave you that at a young age. He did, and, man. And, you know, we need to learn as we get older, too, that less and less people are going to be by your side, and that's just the facts <sighs> of life. And it's hard. Well, that's that's the whole point of the to, to bring this back to the affirmations. We need to – be sure to affirm ourselves yeah. when we don't have those people around. And then once you are confident in yourself and doing these things and feeling good about yourself, then you can reach out to others and spread that positivity, spread that positivity. Cause I mean, I'm a firm believer that positive attracts positive, positive energy. You know, they also say, look at your circle, your closest friends. So, and it sounds bad, but if, if, if you feel like you're a very intelligent person, and you're hanging with a bunch of people that just don't want to apply themselves in life. Don't want to. Nine out of ten times, bro, they can drag you down with them. Yeah. And that's almost like affirmations. Um, 
here's the thing with affirmations is, like I said, guys, get you a list, like right on your phone. Um, law of attraction, basically. We're yep. bringing this up again. Uh, we did it in prior episodes, but like I love this whole subject. It's very mysterious in a way because it works on your subconscious mind and how your brain works. But get you a list, write down, say, five to ten things that you want to change in life, no matter what it is. If you say, I want to make $100,000, right, I want to make $100,000 this year. Um, if you say, I want to reroute the way I think, I want to change the way I move as far as like in life, write all that down. And every morning, wake up, read that every morning. The simpler, more specific they can be. Better, yeah, don't better. get too complicated with yeah, it. Don't be writing paragraphs, just simple statements, just one-sentence yes. one statements. Keep it simple but specific. Exactly. And these things will change your life. Because, it will. As Garrett said, there there is some some different, like more mysterious uh, parts of how these things work because they do work. They do. Um, and some of the things that will happen in your life, um, you'll be like, wow, that's crazy, you know. But like essentially they work based on the fact that like when you think about these things constantly, you know, you drill them in your mind. Yeah. So every time you, so for instance, like Gary said, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars this year. You know, if you say that to yourself every day, you'll find yourself constantly looking at ways to make more money. That's it. Uh, if you want to be a more positive person, you'll find yourself uh, every time that something negative happens, you know, oh, like yeah. my car is messed up or um, I'm not getting as many hours at work or something like that. You'll find ways to remain positive about certain things or, yes, sir. or look for ways around that to fix the problem, you know? So, definitely, you know, it's just, it's about keeping that in the forefront of your mind and improving on that until the point where you no longer even have to think about it. It's, it's like just, a guideline. It's an automated, you know, it's programmed in you. We have to rewire our subconscious. Yes. And it's crazy. We touched on us too. And Losi, I know he remembers me saying this. Last week after the podcast, I said, you know, the Ten Commandments are pretty much an affirmations. Yeah. Because that's something to live by. Mm -hmm. So you think about that, guys. you got the Ten Commandments. That's ten things that God sent to earth for us to keep at the forefront of our mind. How to treat people. How to move. How to, you know, respect things. And, you know, it's affirmations. The Bible, in a ways, is affirmation. You know what I'm saying? But in a way denser form, obviously. But yeah. You know what's crazy is like, you know, the guy blew up on TikTok and he was doing a podcast, um, but it's definitely a quote before where he said, if you want to be able to buy things without looking at the price, you got to be able to work without looking at the clock. That was, Say that again. So he said, if you want to be able to buy things without looking at the price, you got to be able to work without looking at the clock. And he was, wow. doing, he was sitting at a table podcast. That's dope. That's dope. Of, you know, they're not anything massive. And he blew up on TikTok because- I respect know, that. He took that quote and he said it. And it's like- you know, every day, like Kilp said, you know, I had to listen to that for myself. But I think it took a moment of tragedy for me to realize, like, yeah, here I man. am. So I, if I if I can't motivate myself, why would I let anybody else motivate me? Right. You know I mean? Yeah. So now I've learned to live by like, I no longer chase dreams because they're not real. Like you only dream when you're sleeping, right? That's right. We so, make dreams. So when I when I started, I stopped saying I'm chasing my dreams because I'm not. I'm chasing my goals now. Once okay. I put these goals down, they're not anything massive. They're not a not a notebook of like forty pages yeah, or you're, whatever. You're creating attainable goals. Exactly. Yes. You start with attainable goals, and once I you reach those, sense. they get bigger and bigger as you go. So, I mean, and, and you can't tell me that the most successful people in life don't do things like this. Oh yeah, we've all had these conversations before off the podcast. There, me and Corey and and Los, there has to be a code to life. Just like a recipe, man. Like we've been searching for a recipe for the podcast, like how to to put it in a genre or what like target targeting like um group of people we're trying to go after and you know the same for life and affirmations man i believe 
we can obtain a lot of crazy things that you don't you don't realize you can really obtain mm-hmm. just beating that into your mind. Positivity. Yeah. Um, we spoke on meditation. I haven't ever really meditated. Have you? I haven't. No, not not like in a legitimate way. I've done it in a way that I kind of felt was. I just did my own thing, sort of. Right, like soothing to you, relaxed sort of, you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, just used kind of some of the YouTube. Yeah, videos that yeah, have some of the more like that, man. soothing music or whatever, and I've yeah. sort of just kind of relaxed and um, did the whole visualization. Just let the stress go. Yeah, and I mean, um, you know, I told you a story about some of the visualizations that I had. Dude, that was dope, man. And um, you know, but to me, that's that's those things are kind of like a personal thing for me, so I don't tell yeah. like a lot of people yeah, about oh, it. Yeah. But you know, I mean, is it because you think people look at you weird about it? No, it's not. It's more like I think that like that's I don't want to put something in someone else's mind. So when they're visualizing, they're trying to visualize what I'm doing. Gotcha. I want people to like visualize. You know, I want them to have their own vision. Vision. I want them right. to have their own experience. Gotcha. Like for me, yes, and I'll kind of give you all the basic rundown without giving it all away. So basically, for me, it's like I always. Like in my mind, I'm on this beach that's really familiar to me. I don't know where it is. There's no one else there. I'm the only one there. You, I can clearly uh, hear the crashing of the waves, the mist of the ocean, and it's like it's real. Yeah, like you're really there. Absolutely. And and then like you know, so to my right, I'm always facing down the beach, like looking down the beach. To my right is the ocean. To the left is like the forest, like the inward part of the island. Damn, it looks uninhabited in my mind. Mm. And as I walk down the beach, there will be a uh, a small I guess like a um, a raft, okay, with some with some oars, you know. So I like I get a wooden in it. raft. Yes, that's man. so I get in it and I kind of coast out into the ocean. Yeah, and it's like slow, and it's like I'm slowly moving away from the island, and then as I go, I'm like consumed. It's all it's almost like all of a sudden it's like a perfect, beautiful blue sky, you know, not a cloud in the sky type of day. And then all of a sudden, I kind of get engulfed with this fog, and as I go into this fog, it's kind of like you know. I go into like another place that can't be seen from the land. And it just sounds really weird. Losey's never heard this story. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, but, but it, talked about it. But sort of like, you know, I'll just kind of end it there because I don't want to get into, you know. Dude, it was deep. Yeah, it's pretty <clears> deep. <throat> but like, you know, people need to have their own experience. Yeah, man. And if yours is like mine, you know, then that's great. That's cool. But I think each of us have a different experience. Yeah. And I think it's badass. And I think everybody out there, man, I want you to got, you guys to kind of go – and uh, on YouTube, maybe and find you a video and try it out. You know, yeah. try it out. Yeah. It's not going. It's nothing crazy. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah. And, and when you start, don't be like, oh, I feel stupid. Like you right. just need to just like relax. let it go. Try to do you know do it the way you feel is comfortable. Uh, and just like Garrett said, relax and visualize something and just let it flow. Like let your mind flow because they. I mean, that could you could be going through a rough time in life and that could help you overcome something. Yeah. Because, sure. you know, you think about, like, back through history, man, and ancient civilizations, they always talked about visions they had. That's a vision, bro. Like, it honestly. It is. It really is. Now, I do believe that maybe they were on some uh, natural hallucinogens. Uh, <laughs> some DMT. Yeah. Did you hear That's about the Egyptians? Um, they they talked about the Egyptians using DMT? I, I mean, I'm not shocked. Yeah. At least. Uh, I mean. They said, uh, they always talk, spoke of the tree of life. It was a certain tree around Egypt at the time. So I guess they did a scientific study. This tree or the tree bark and it contained large and like extreme amounts of DMT. Wow, that's wild, ain't it? Yeah, that's crazy that they were all able not to, promoting drugs. <laughs> that they were all able to like Sorry, you know, e- even if it was like the Native Americans and they came across marijuana, you know, yeah. they smoked that, yeah, you know, peyote. 
you know, and then you have the Egyptians that came across this bark Kush. on this tree and decided to, you know, dive yeah. into that and try that out. You Look know, at so ayahuasca. They were all about, you yeah. know, and that makes you think like if they, these are all natural, um, you know, things They're that are God given that are herbs opening. They are. Do you think not to interrupt you because you know my man, my, I got like a goldfish memory here. So Talk when something me. comes to my head, I got you know spat it out. But um, do you think that God placed them? On Earth, for us, a like a cheat code or a key to help unlock maybe a secret level in our mind. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't know, but I mean, you got to think it does help people to think outside the box. Very true. But it depends. I mean, especially today, I think that you know, like Gary said, we're not condoning drugs, but we're more along the lines right now talking about the natural things that are in nature. Yeah, it was remedies uh, back then. Remedies, and and so these mind opening or whatever you want to call them. You know, altering. Yeah. So if you have someone who is like highly inclined, that's, you know, was like a, a scientist of his day or a biologist or a chemist or whatever. And he was trying to figure something out. I could right. see this being one of those things where he took that, maybe had a vision and it helped him mm-hmm. to like, to figure something out. Equation or, you know, back in what was it? The sixties and seventies, the, the government did great experience, like great detailed experimentation with like LSD Analyze uh, hallucinogens. Mm-hmm. What was their reason for doing that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you know that they still to this day hold on to the uh, the what they found. Yeah, their results, if you want to exactly. call them that, from these experiments. And you know yeah. that they were able to attain some probably some useful information. I doubt that that stuff was just thrown out after the studies were quote unquote you know, well, unsuccessful. You know. Um, you know, it's just crazy. Who knows Who what knows? they were able to do? I think they tried to figure out, you know, that's what Stranger Things is based off of. Yeah, and, I love that show. And they took a lot of people who claim to have, like, psychic abilities. Remote viewing capabilities. Yes, yeah. And tried to harness that. Who knows what they were able to find through that? We will never know. I've read studies on some of the, the um, I mean, I read uh, articles on the studies they did with, like, remote viewing. And they and they, people swear they was able to unlock things like that. That blows my mind, like, to think that you can sit in a room. Explain to everybody what remote viewing is. So remote viewing is like, okay, say I'm locked in a room. I'm in almost a meditative state. And I'm trying to tap into, say, like, what Corey's doing at the moment. Like, like what, you know, I'm really in my mind. I mean, obviously, I've never been able to do it, but this is the studies they did. And they was able to, like, have somebody that they was trying to connect to. They was doing this study. They was doing certain things, and the people that was in that room reported the things that they was doing, like visions. Mm-hmm. So how do you disprove that? I don't know. It's almost like astral projection. It's, yes. You know, out-of-body experiences. I wanted to try that. You know, um, but, man, I mean, there's people that claim that they've been able to do the uh, astral projection. Yeah. To me, that's just mind-blowing. I mean, and there's I, been— I know somebody has. You know, they've—who? My brother. <laughs> Your brother has? My brother, bro. Who? <laughs> I mean, I just like to know. I mean, yeah, it's like pretty crazy. He, yeah. he was super serious when he told me this. He said, bro. And he approached me about a year and a half ago, but he said, have you ever heard of astral projection? And I said, yeah, yeah, I've heard of it. And he was like, I've been practicing it, trying to do it. I said, man, she kind of freaks me out. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, this is before I got into the whole Dolores Cannon stage and like yeah. meditation and hypnosis. But I said, yeah, I've heard of it. And I've heard people speak about it. And he said, I've, I've done it twice. I said, what do you mean? I said, what do you mean you've done it twice? He said, um, I came out of my body and I was able to walk around my house and actually look at myself sleeping. 
and all kinds of crazy shit. Mm. And he went back into his body and That's he crazy. knew he was back into his body. Mm-hmm. My mom That's, had an experience once too to where, now this is weird. I think, let me see if this is the way she explained it to me. She was asleep on the couch. She was floating up on the ceiling, looking down at herself on the couch. Wow. That'd be freaky. Yes. It scared her to death. It's almost like she asked her projected, didn't realize it. Or maybe she was possibly close to dying at that moment. Yeah. Your soul was leaving your body. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I, you know, NDEs, the near death experiences, you hear people saying they, they know they're out of their body. They're in the corner of the room watching people work on them. They know they're dying. They hear a voice from who knows where the heavens, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, I, it blows my mind some of these indie. I would really love to get a few people on here with NDE interviews. Mm-hmm. I think that would be awesome. We've talked about this before, um, and I just think it's like a crazy theory to think about. So, like, you know, people are like who believe that or whoever you want to call them say the souls aren't really a thing, that yeah, our brains essentially are who we are. So you're our, saying our, like our brain makes our whole personality, yes. our souls are not yes. like legitimate. Yeah, it like, is from a like standpoint. Like it's not legitimate. You know, our, our power source in our body and our heart uh, pumps the blood and the oxygen through the body. And, and that's what, our brain, yeah. you know, within our brain, it, it encapsulates us, who we are on a personality level and everything. That's wild to think. But think about this, though. We've, we've talked about this. So this is more for the viewers out there or listeners, rather. Um, what about when someone is in a vegetable state and they're like, okay, their organs are working? Yeah. The heart's pumping blood. True. All, everything's working except for there's no brain waves. They're brain dead. So they're saying like they're brain dead. Okay, so like if everything's pumping correctly, everything's working correctly, then the brain should be alert and there. Exactly. What, in my opinion, what has happened is the the soul has left the I vessel. The soul has left the vessel, and essentially the the captain has left the ship. Yes. And the ship is now just a ship. It's like on autopilot know? as far as like the. The natural reactions, the breathing, or yes. you know, bodily so when functions. they when they shut the things down, you get those death gasps there at the end. Yeah. That is just the brain's last ditch effort yeah. to try to keep itself alive. Yep. And but there's no one there. Um. And I and I really think that 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 the soul is what because we still to this day, like we've spoke about in other uh, podcasts, we may bring this up every episode. I don't know, but it's still mind blowing that we do not know how the brain works oh, exactly. Yeah. Man, a lot of people don't realize how intricate some of these things are to do with the brain studies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, like we said before on prior podcasts, also the subconscious brain is mind boggling. I mean, we are literal walking miracles. We are. And you know what's wild is not to interrupt. I mean, the same concept, but like how many people have you heard? Like you hear these stories once they come out of that vegetative state, like they seen Jesus. Yes. They went to yeah. heaven or like even the kids were in comas and they came yeah, out man. and they had this experience and then they love describe that. it like. But, what, but what's crazy, what kills me about that too is that they try to say that, oh, your brain will release with the same chemical DMT. as DMT. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that. Okay. That's a really good way to solidify that. That it's almost like you're that's having your a dream. Yeah. A hallucination. But why are they having these religious mm-hmm. hallucinations every single time? Yeah. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? And I mean that in like a good way. I mean it yeah. like it's not possible. Like they're having these because it's real. Right. And, and why? Okay. And I'm going to take it here also. We don't dream about going to heaven or seeing God every night. No. So no. What, what you tell me at the moment your body is is 
is done. Your mind's done. Your heart stopped bre- beating. You quit breathing. Your if your brain releases this DMT, why do you dream about heaven or why do you ascend out of your body? Mm-hmm. You know they say you you release uh, DMT when you dream also, mm-hmm. but how come you don't ascend out of your body? How come you're not looking at your body lay there? That's just bullshit to me when people say, oh, it's just because, okay, they're sedated. It's medication. That's why they had those hallucinations or dreams. The DMT's released, so it makes you feel like you're, then why don't you do that any other time? Exactly. How come when when you smoke DMT, you don't ascend to God? Yeah. You don't see people that's passed away. Yeah. And that's that's coming to greet you. I've mentioned this to Garrett and Losey quite a few and, you know, several other people. So when people are dying, they always see people in the hospital rooms or wherever they're at. Yeah. That are that have already passed. They never see anyone in the room with them that is still living that oh, I see so and so there, you know, they're where right. they're like, Oh, you know, they're not here right now. No, I mean it's always people who have passed on. Has passed on. It's, you know, loved ones that have exactly. passed on and they're reaching for them and stuff. Why would that be? Why why would that be if that was just that's not a coincidence. When they can see anybody. Thousands and millions of people. Yeah, they could be seeing the president of the United States right That's now and because if their brain is really doing this. Like, oh, Trump's come to save the save the United States. Yeah. He's kicking I mean, Biden's ass out. <laughs> okay, but, but yeah, uh, yeah, really, though. But I mean, um, it's on just, a serious note. To me, that's just pretty crazy, you know. I just don't feel it's the DMT making you hallucinate about ascending on to a, a, the heaven's planes or, or going to a, a light in the tunnel. The cool thing Losey said before – like, what if that light you see is when you're being born again, your soul is, uh, and you're crying because you remember the past life, yeah. and you're sad because you're leaving it? That's yeah. crazy, man. That's a cool ana- analogy on that. I mean, I was on the shrooms when I thought of that. Well, hey, that's cool, though. So, yeah. Hey, but, I mean, but hey. check this out. They also say that, and like I said, I do not, I've never done a hallucinogen drug. Mm-hmm. I have not. Um, but they also say that when you're on a hallucinogenic-type drug, it unlocks those it barriers in your mind. Yeah. To be able to think outside that box. Now, yeah. I ain't saying run in here and fucking drop 15 microdops of acid or, no, for real, don't. or smoke an ounce of yeah. DMT. I'm yeah. not saying that. I don't condone that, but I'm saying, I'm just going to tell you motherfuckers right now, if I get to try some DMT, I'm doing it. Bro, so, it's, <laughs> like, it's not, I mean, not DMT, but shrooms, like we talked about it before, like when I did that, man, it's a whole out-of-body experience. It's kind of yes. the same thing. And I'm, I mean, you ain't seeing God, though. No, I'm not seeing God, but like when you come out, you're like, damn, I'm sitting on the couch. Like, that's me right there. Yeah. And it, 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 you can have a bad trip, but I mean, I yeah. wasn't a bad trip. It was definitely. Yeah. Was, almost popped from the party one time, opening. but I figured yeah, I'd trip out. But, you know, to wrap it all up, I don't really think it's a coincidence for people in, in these NDEs to no. consistently see the white light, to see yes. religious figures, to see past loved, loved one, ones. Past loved ones. Um, you know, it's just, it's too coincidental for me that, uh, that that continually seems to be the case. Yeah. You know, because like you said, you know, what about people who had an NDE and they're like, oh man, I had a horrible, bad dream. It didn't make any sense. You know, I was like, you know, and you know, you've, every one of us has had those crazy dreams that make absolutely zero sense and relate to nothing. And no one seems to have those. Not to say no one has. Right. But the general thing is that they, you know. I mean, you see, don't get me wrong, you can see your your past loved ones in your dreams, which I feel that can be a spiritual enlightenment as far as them coming to you in dreams at times. Because I don't know about you guys, if you ever had dreams about past loved ones, and if you're out there listening to this, they seem almost an ultra-realistic dream compared to a lot of other dreams. Like you can almost touch somebody. That's it. Oh, what'd you say? It's the difference between a dream and a vision. There you go. So like in the Bible... 
coming from religion religion a lot of times um you know it wasn't considered it wasn't considered a dream when they when they seen something happening or while they were asleep it was considered a vision so just like in the meditative state um it's not a dream it's a vision so okay yeah uh, and a lot of times people i've heard people say is that you don't you don't remember the full aspect of the dream but you remember the full aspect of the vision dude that makes sense uh, it's so much more it's almost you're almost so much more in the moment right. of that vision yeah. and i keep hitting this stupid thing on my mind and it sounds crazy but uh yeah i don't know man i don't know yeah, there's a lot to it. I mean, we can keep going on and on about it. You yeah, know, oh, but, man, uh, I can talk about that stuff all night. And you, you can look up research, and they're going to tell you about these chemical things. and Yeah, science. Uh, in, in the science part of it. But, you know, I mean, I also believe that science and religion overlap. They do. I think they do a lot of times. The more that we dive in and we find out more about, uh, about science, we're going to realize that it all relates right back to religion and what god has said yeah um, exactly. and, and all those things are going to make sense on a in a scientific standpoint and then we're all going to be sitting here going wow well, we, we did all that research for you know nothing it was all right here to <laughs> yeah from the, from the beginning it was all like, it seems like people want to go against it so much i'm not super religious don't get me wrong like i, I don't go to church a lot and there's nothing wrong with anybody that does i you know if that's what you want to do i promote it if you don't want to go that's fine too jesus said that you don't have to go to church to believe in him you know, church, yeah, you are the church. Your t- body. your body is the temple. Body is the church. Um. Oh yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh Brandy. It is it is Ozark oh, yeah. Mountain Publishing. Oh, yeah. It's yes. uh, Dolores Cannon's um um publishing company. Um, you guys heard me speak a lot on Dolores Cannon and her great studies and her works was amazing to me and still are. I'm reading a few of her books now. Uh, including one you've heard me speak about before called Jesus and the Essenes. I read some more on it this weekend, and there's some really enlightening things in there that's really awesome. But anyways, Brandy's one of the people at um, Ozark Mountain Publishing, and, man, she has really had her authors on this publishing company reach out to us. I did send one back. Um, I'm trying to get to everybody equally as far as, like, I appreciate all the love, guys, we do here at Mind Faction, y'all reaching out to us because we do want to get a lot of you guys to promote your work and um, and and talk about your studies and work also. But uh, I did email a lady back. She's from England, but she does past life regressions. You know I'm super into some past life regression. Yeah. So maybe if we can get her as a call-in, maybe she can really enlighten us and, and really – yeah, I would really you love know, to like yeah, explain it better than we can. Yeah, like ask uh, some of the questions that uh, you know everybody wants answered. You know, some yes. of the bigger questions and stuff, and just kind of get her viewpoints on some of those things. You know, and maybe she can really man. enlighten us. You know, and have us thinking in a different way. You know, that's what I like. So yeah, because you know, here at Mind Facts, like I said, we want you guys to think outside the box. Also, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we designed this podcast for, and that's who we're trying to target: people like us, young patriotic, badass people <laughs> that like to have fun, laugh some, but we also want you guys to open your mind up and we want to have you guys thinking at different aspects of life. But you know, hey, hopefully we can get some people on here from uh, Ozark Mountain Publishing. Um, like I said, it's Dolores Cannon's publishing company and man, they've been really helpful. So salute to you guys and we appreciate all your work. For sure. Um, You know what kind of people we're not trying to attract? Who? Show me. You got on here. About to tell you. About to tell me. And then I want to know what these baby back ass bitches. The one thing cancer gonna feel like. Baby back ass bitches. That's who we're not trying to attract. Thank you. That's Joe. funny as hell. That's like funny, Joe, <laughs> Joe uh, you heard Joe on a podcast with us. I forgot which episode it actually was, but um, 
he was listening to our podcast and he sent that clip um into the group chat and i i don't know how i missed that but when losey played that earlier for me just right before we started recording this podcast i busted out <laughs> laughing because play it one more time bro get it up on the mic uh, yeah, you guys gotta listen to this shit like it's me and, and Corey. you hear some background joe's like listening to it in the video is hilarious <laughs> that's right joe that's right but anyways guys man i you know hey affirmations i want you guys out there not to go back on it because we always get off topic but not really we're not really off topic but mm-hmm. um write you guys down a few a little list man of things that you want to accomplish in life and we let's do a study all of our listeners out there won't you just try it for a couple months and see if it does help your life mm-hmm. what's it going to hurt it takes two seconds of your day read it in the morning your list and really read it good and just really put it in your mind the whole day. Think about that list on and off through the day. And before you go to bed, pull that list back out on your phone. It could actually be a handwritten note. I prefer a handwritten note personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the feel of it. You have to unfold it. It makes you more encased in the moment, I feel, just like reading a book. Um, and just read those lists of affirmations that you want to accomplish in life, man. Because we want to help motivate you guys too. And we want to help you guys, or, you know, have you guys help motivate us. And sure. I want to hear some feedback. Right. I want to hear, let's do a study, man. Let's yeah. do a scientific study of affirmations. I think we all should do it. Mm-hmm. I seen you was writing a list down here last week. Oh, yeah. After I the love, podcast. I, I think I put it yeah, somewhere in the cabinet, mm-hmm. um, which is badass, bro. Yeah. Um, find, those, find those people that deserve to sit at your table. Yeah. You know, if, if, if you don't feel like they deserve or if they're not bringing anything to your life, dude. Me and mom had a discussion the other day. Like, if you're not bringing anything or supporting me, I'm taking your chair away from my table. Like, go sit at your own table, do what you're doing. You can come back and visit, but you, you don't have a permanent seat at my table. You can visit, For real. but you if you're going to bring us down in life, bro, kick rocks. Yeah. We don't care to hang with you for a second, but right. we don't want you in our circle. Right. Keep a tight circle of positive people. And and last week I ain't gonna lie, guys. Before I started the podcast, I was a Debbie Downer about shit, and I apologize, yeah. guys. No, I think we all were, though. I mean, you get to that point in life. You can. Where you it go. reflected in our work last week, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I and I hated it did that, mm-hmm. even for our listeners. It was just we were just so bummed because man, we've been working hard on the podcast and we're trying to get our niche and our and our groove going and just really to what group to attract. So here's what I think, man. Our 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 niche and our people we need to attract is like minded people like us mm-hmm. that. Don't want to super comply to all the bullshit-ass rules in life. And to think outside the box. Have a creative imagination. You know, just the sky's the limit, man. Mm -hmm. The sky's the limit. Even for the youth out there, if there's some young people listening to us, man, don't let nobody hold you back in your dreams, man. Like you said, you don't chase dreams, you chase goals, which is great. But if you have an idea as a dream, a Turn that into a goal and achieve that shit, man. Yeah, you have to achieve break that it. dream down. Cause break dream, it down. Dreams are things that you're going to shoot for, like when you're shooting for the moon, man. Yeah, like, man. When you're just like, you're aiming super high, so you can break that down into goals to eventually attain That's and, right. You know this dream that you have. And also to come back on what Losi said about people sitting at your table, people that's in your circle, you will feed off the energy of those that sit at your table. I'm telling you right now. That's like, it, man. Because, like, I don't care how strong you are as a person, and you're thinking, man, I got to continually motivate those at my table. Yeah, you do. But if they continually bring this unmotivating, you know, Debbie Downer mentality to your table time and time again, 
you know, they're eventually going to start bringing you down. That's the energy, bro. That negative energy. Exactly. And you don't need to just like cut ties with these individuals. But just like Losey said, you know, they can come and sit at your table from time to time, but they don't have a permanent seat there with you. And dude, I I say this all the time. And I said, I think I made a uh, live when I had Facebook up or whatever. And I said, uh, I said something about, you know, my doing that. Right. So I I get a comment on there that says like, uh, God said, prepare, he'll prepare a table before my enemies. No, it doesn't say that he's going to let them sit at your table. It doesn't no, say that. No. And then there's another thing, like you know, I I did the religious thing. I'm I'm still religious, but like you know, I I've got an open mind now. Like people will say, you know, Jesus let Judas sit at the table with him, even though he betrayed him, right? Okay, yeah, what yeah. They, they'll tell yeah. you that you know he kissed him on the cheek and he told him that he loved him. But what they're not going to tell you is that Judas hung himself after what he did. Yes, sir. he sat at the table. He felt horrible. Exactly. Because he knew in his mind what he was going to do also. Because because each one of his apostles are saying, oh, it's not going to be me that betrays you. Right. And so even he didn't believe he was going to be the one to do it until he did it. And then once he did it, he he immediately realized what he did and went out. And mm-hmm. man, that's horrible, dude. If I'm putting food on your plate and you can't put food back on my plate, or help you, me, you got to go. Yeah, man. If, if I'm feeding you and you can't refill me, you if you're just go. leeching off of what we're trying to do or what no, like dude. in life, why do don't be the weak link? No, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And don't stand up, bro. Yeah, for real, don't surround yourself with weak links either. Yeah, man. Because I mean, all it's gonna do is break. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. We've been talking for a while, but you know what, man? I think we should go ahead. I don't know. We y'all want to do? I think we need to hit him with that new segment. Let's do the it. New man. segment, dude. Let's we got a new segment for y'all. Here we go. Let's do this. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight from the war table. It's time for the breaking news with Mind Faction. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yes, sir. The war table. Um, man, like. So what we got going on, we still got the Russia-Ukraine crisis. This shit is about to boil over, I feel. You know something, on a side note, everything today is now a crisis. Everything. Like, what? what's up with that? Pandemic crisis, epidemics. Yeah. We have a COVID crisis. We have a crisis at the border. We have a crisis. Uh, Do you think it's a fear know, tactic to use words think, like that? I think that? the word crisis, it really puts like an emphasis on like that something of imminent. Yeah, like, like it's, it's it magnifies the situation. It makes you feel like a crisis to me. Seems like people right. are in fear and exactly. Like, but that's one of those key words that kind of pulls you in, you know. And everybody, yeah. everybody's calling it a crisis. It's like, come on now. I mean, the Ukraine. There's not even a crisis going on in Ukraine right now. I mean, Russians are up on their border. They're on the border. And, they're and their not, military's at the ready. They've I not mean, stepped over it um, yet. And personally, I hope this does not boil over. They're saying um, it's not. Have you have you read about? I seen where Russia was like, we're not doing nothing, caustic or nothing, nothing crazy. We're just we're doing exercises. Yeah. And what do you feel about that though? Well, to be honest with you, I think that they're not being completely clear. Uh, yeah, I do think they are just doing military exercises right now, but that's yeah. not all they're trying to do. But why? Yeah, it's like I think you got all of Russia. Why are you training on the border? I think that Putin gets some type of weird satisfaction of like <laughs> punking out the rest of the world. He probably does. Like I'm about to do something. Yeah, yeah I'm, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, check this out. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, and he Biden gets a, told him how it was. Like he he's, he's playing these weird little like petty ass like mind games where he's yeah. like, 
you know, he's watching us get staged up and get ready. He's watching NATO. He's watching the UK. He's judging the reaction. I feel yeah, the he's, world. He's like he's watching Ukraine get ready. All the you know, all of Europe basically. I mean, and China's backing him. Obviously, China stepped forward and they're backing him. So it's like that's we everything is in motion just so that he can sit there and say I'm not doing anything. So what do you guys like? He knows what he's doing. Like like why are y'all acting overreacting so? Yeah, much? Why are y'all reacting? What I'm doing? I'm not doing anything. Right. You I, know, it's like but he's got a hundred thousand troops right here. Yeah, I don't know what you're freaking out about. Yeah, and he's like enjoying seeing everyone move because of what they're doing. Almost like saying like, "Oh, we're such a world power that all I have to do is just put military right here, and all of a sudden, every watch everyone freak out." Oh yeah, why, it's why, like, bro, don't look don't what put, I can do. Yeah, don't don't put yourself on that type of pedestal. You think bro. it's like an ego tripping away I when it comes so. to stuff like that? I think so. Because what is the true? What are the reasons they're wanting Ukraine back? So bad? Is it like a resource deal? Or it is. Um, they actually want, I think, easier access to the Black Sea. Okay. And you know, all this stems back to what we were talking about, um, where you know Ukraine was once part of the USSR. Yeah. They're part of the Soviet Union, and Definitely. that that breakup there after the Soviet Union fell, it all stems back to that. But yeah, they they essentially want uh, easier access to the Black Sea, and uh, you know. You know, Ukraine's I wonder why though. Is it like for like a trading harbor, like, yeah, or? for trade for like resources and like. I mean, we got ships now that's super efficient. Really, yeah. I mean, you can move around quickly. Yeah. You think it's just like he's kind of like sore because they broke away from the USSR? I think, so. and, I think I think so. That's probably part of it, and I think he just wants to try to flex his military power right now. I but, do too. Um, apparently, they have uh, come forward and they've they've actually. Made a statement saying that um, – let me find that here again. I had it lined up if I can find it. Basically, Russia can seize control over Ukraine. Yeah. Or it can keep strong economic ties to Europe, but it would be super difficult to do both. Because once – if they were to invade Ukraine, we're not going to immediately jump in. No. There's some people who think the U- U.S. Or, or the U.K. Or I hope whoever, to God we the NATO don't. forces are going to get involved. That's not the case. The case is we don't want them to continue forward and overstep their bounds. We're going to leave this between Ukraine because Ukraine's been completely like they're like, look, we don't want NATO's help. We don't want the U.S.'s help. We don't want the U.K.'s help. I wonder why. Because I think it makes them feel like they're being independent. I think stand on their own feet. Yeah, like they don't I want get, to feel weak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because who's going to be coming to help us? If someone said they're knocking on our doorstep, who do you think would be like, yeah, we're there for the U.S.? I think so. but England be about, I don't know about everybody else, man. You know, but I mean, I think Ukraine's kind of like, you know, I don't don't really need your help. I kind of want, I kind of want to stand on my own. If I want to go down, I want to go down on my own two feet instead of like having all you guys to back me and look weak. Right. And I I totally respect that. I I respect that. I mean, I'm sure they're hardened people. I mean, I don't know no Ukrainians personally, but I mean. Mm -hmm. They come from that part of the world where they're very, yeah. like, very headstrong. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just like Russians. Russia's, um, like, spokesperson, ambassador, yeah. uh, has told the BBC News Network uh, that his country still believes diplomacy can help de-escalate the crisis over Ukraine. So, so they're trying to be civil about it. They're trying to. And, and I think the thing is, is once again, I think that we have kind of blown it out of proportion. I think That's a that, good possibility. I think that these talks and stuff were going to take place, but potentially Putin staged the military there to try to get us, get get, get us to this point. Yep. 
you know, to get us to like to garner our attention on a world scale. Like I want something done. I want to reach diplomacy here. I want us to reach okay. something together. I get that. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or hey, I could. It's imminent. Like I could roll in. We could roll in. I can crush. I'm going to be honest here, man. I don't see Ukraine being able to withhold. No, there's their, no way. stronghold of Ukraine's borders. There's if no way. Russia comes yeah. full force. There's no way. I mean, unless we back them, there's no way. Um, and, and I hate that because we're putting all the, you know, and not saying Ukrainian lives are not as important as, as American lives, but we're putting all these young American people's lives on the line. And I'm going to be honest here, and I, I'll say it again, for a country I feel that it would not back us the way we are backing them. No, I don't feel like Ukraine's going to be like, yeah, we're right there with you. We got you. We're sending supplies. You know, and they're not a country that would be able to do that otherwise anyway. No, no. Um, you know. But we've always know. been there for everyone else. Um, Let's see what they're saying about this. Seemingly. Is there any headlines know? going on right now? I know that last night I was reading that Russia had sent warships that way. Into the Black Sea. Yeah. I mean, why? If this is just extra, I understand yeah. military exercise, but why are you surrounding Ukraine? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I know they was doing military exercises off the Ireland coast also, right? Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. And some Irish, fish, Irish fishermen was like, hey, you got to quit this. Yeah. And Putin's like, okay. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Conor McGregor's out. out there sipping on some damn proper 12 on the mm. bow of a ship. Well, this screaming. Is, you know, there's something else, too, about that that aggravates me. And what are you doing? <laughs> I, think that, I think that it's uh, it's it's a little bit too cocky for them to be out there doing that. And I think that, honestly. Russia. You know yeah. That? yeah. When, when they start flexing their military power like that, I, I would, I mean, I, look, I know I'd be on the fringe of starting a world war. But it would be difficult for me to watch a warship just rolling around out there thinking he can do whatever the hell he wants. In my territory. I would full-blown send my Navy out there. We would put that that ship to a halt. Now, I, if he, now, if he fired upon me, it's game on. Yeah, I mean. But if we rolled in and we boarded their ship and we said, look, you know what waters these are. Yeah, don't be in here doing this shit. You're overstepping your bounds. Yes. I would advise you to get back. I'm going to tell you right now, if that shit happened off the coast of America, it's over. Oh, you yeah. don't know. Yeah. I would say we would, we would, sunk, bro. We would definitely send uh, some... There'd be Very a warning sent. Harsh warnings. But and, if they didn't they didn't obey, yeah. obey those warnings. Because I, I'm just not about this where you just kind of bitch up. Right. And like, oh, it's cool. They were just passing through. They didn't mean anything. No, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I've still got that Cold War mentality where, yeah. like, dude, if you're in my waters and you're just trying to flex it, you can go anywhere you want, anytime you want. No, you can't. No. You best no. get back to where you belong. This is our territory. Get back to where you it's belong. It's like gangland shit. You know what I'm saying? Because for one, I ain't even, <laughs> not that I want to be over there and you're, Fucking terrible ass, boring land. Wherever I ain't gonna, want, I want nothing to do with whatever you got going on besides your pipeline, besides that oil you got. Yeah, and that's uh, sad. We have to re- rely on that shit now. Yeah, that's it's pitiful, you know. But that worries me in a way too because you know if war popped off, the oil production would have to jump up considerably. Yeah. yeah. So then we're depending on all these foreign countries to produce oil for us. What the yeah. fuck are we doing with that, man? Well, I don't know, but if uh, you know, if you remember. Um, one of the it's probably like maybe the tenth podcast or something. Just throwing it out there. I spoke about how going into this year, gas prices, oil prices per barrel were going to drop and all this and that. Well, they did. Yeah. And then they hit a wall at about yes. two eighty, two eighty five. They've been staying very stagnant. You did you see how much it was today here? Three twenty eight. Yes. Are you fucking shitting me? Yes. Three thirty five in Williamsburg. Three thirty five yesterday. 
in Scott County and own out of Tennessee, I got super for my truck and it was like fucking 360, 370 yes. something for super. Maybe it was 380. I can't remember. 380. It was 380. Was it 335 here today? No, that's it, for it regular. was like 328 here today. Okay, yeah. That's for regular though, right? Yeah. yeah. I had to run super oh, that's for my dad. Yeah. Did, yeah. Don't and buy a supercharged truck. You got to run super. And check this out. So I always utilize my, um, my fuel rewards with Shell. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So I get the five cents off. And I remember how much it was. So I filled my truck up like about a week and a half ago. Yeah. And I shit you not, dude. It was like two ninety nine a gallon. So I got it for two ninety four. Mm-hmm. I thankfully I filled up. I'm about to have to go back to the gas station again, reluctantly. But from that time I got it for two ninety four. And now it's all the way up to three twenty eight. That's some bullshit. I mean, dude, think about that. And that's like a week and a half. That that's for no. That's just uncalled for, man. I understand it. I don't. There's a lot of price gouging going on flex, too, man. Fluctuations and flexing with that. I've shit never going seen on gas like the last few years. I'm, you can watch gas prices fluctuate throughout the day. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. being like this yeah. when we were younger. Yeah, from the time that I get to work, like it, you know, it'd be three fifteen or whatever, and then the time I leave, it's three thirty something. Yeah, like why is that? Is that like I a, don't understand it? That seems to me like it's been a modern thing. Because when I was a kid, gas prices would stay about the same all week. They may change week to week. Yeah, but like because yeah. you know people used to have to go out there and change them gas prices by hand. Remember mm-hmm. that? Hell yeah, they'd be up there fucking yeah, putting the moving putting the, the thing up on the rod that. on there. Yeah, but like you know Damn, maybe it's nowadays crazy how fast it's changed. I know, man. Like that was back in like the nineties. Alien technology. <laughs> <laughs> Got those digital boards. Beam me up, Scotty. I wish somebody would. I'm ready to roll out, man. No, I'm, I'm ready to jump on that James uh, Webb space telescope and fly on out through space. Get out of here, man. I don't but know. I mean, it's just it's depressing to think, man. You feel like you're on the up and up, and then all of a sudden, you know, like honestly, I'm going to be real with you for a minute there. At the end of last year, I thought, okay, maybe this presidency won't be terrible i did too maybe, i started to really have optimism. maybe gas prices will drop maybe he will get things under control but man within the last couple months it has it went, went the other hell, direction bro completely inflation Shit through the, the hand basket man i'm telling you like it and it's killing everybody and like here locally where we live you know um it's nuts. yeah it's like the, the electric bills and stuff oh and my I, god i mean it's it's to me, it's just price gouging, man. It's went so it skyrocketed so much that there's no way you're going to get me to believe that that's really that they have to, you know, hit especially us with, with your electric bill. Hit us with a bill like that. That is ridiculous. It goes from a hundred dollars to four hundred a winner. Yeah. You know and, and, why? Why? Did y'all hear why? No. So when everything that happened in Kentucky, like the reason that they raised our bill is we're paying for all those people when that tornado hit, that E five or E four, whatever tornado hit. We're paying for that amount that wasn't paid for. For their electric bills. Yeah, that that's not fair at all. It's not. It's really not. But that that's how in place. So so works. they're they're supposed to be people in Kentucky is absorbing. Yeah. That so bill. I, so here's my deal on that. Like I'm, I'm all not, for helping people. I'm not yeah, trying to say that they owe a bill that they, they should don't. they should be the ones to pay it because they can't help that yeah, natural disaster. That's what I'm but we, no one should have to pay make up for this bill. No, the, the government needs to take a loss on that. Yes, but that should be a tax write off. They're not yeah. going to. No, they're not. They're definitely not going to take a yeah. loss. But a tax write off is what it should be. I've always said this too, man. Like around Christmas and like January, electric bills are always high, even without a natural disaster. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're paying for their bonuses. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're paying for their bonuses of their employees. They're not going to have that come out of their pocket, and they're not going to lose. I don't give a damn what they say. They can say what they want, but that's the way it is. But, you know, it's just, it's it's not helping us as a people. And, you know, I, I really, truly feel 
that it's getting worse and worse as time goes on. It is. Because it's like, especially with uh, with oil, you know, price per barrel and then the price gouging at the pump. And now we're getting price gouged for electricity. We're getting price gouged for water. It's nuts. It's like, I think it's worse now. Where's it end? Yeah. Like there's going to have to, it's going to come to a head at some point where people are like, look, we're not going to pay these outrageous prices because we know this is, we're not, this isn't worth what the, what you're supplying us. Right. You know, but since they feel as if like they have the monopoly and we have nowhere else to go, they're like, oh, I could charge them whatever. Yeah, that's what they think. Yeah, and, and they can. And it's the bad part. Something needs uh, to be done. You know, also another thing is too, there's a lot of people and I don't, you know, look, I'm just going to go ahead and call some people out because it is what it is. There's a lot of people from our area that are on government aid that don't need it straight up. I'm just going to call it out. And yeah, there is. They will pay an electricity bill up to $600 based on what you make a year. So if you don't make within a certain amount. Yeah. So all these people that are drawing a check and working sure. under the table that are perfectly fine. fine individuals. Yes, sir. They can go straight to whatever aid office that is yep. and get their electricity bill paid up to $600. And, and these companies eat that up. Yeah, they love that because that's just that's not nothing. Do you, I wonder if like some of these places, like I don't know if these companies, like these electric companies, know these people are on that kind of set deal, or if they have those kind of, um, I guess what would they call them? Like, uh, oh man, I can't think. Almost like a ticket for that. Like, well, hey, you you get loans up to six hundred dollars a month, we'll pay your electric bill. Do you think those companies capitalize on that and really like? You know, I really don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they can even wonder. tell the difference on that. Really, I mean, I'm sure they can go through and look and see where the um, the root of the where the money was coming. Where the from. money a is bank account. Yeah, or, yeah exactly. But, so it makes me wonder if they like capitalize on that. Like, we're just going to max that out. We're going to make their electric bill higher in the charts and just to get more money. Yeah, not they potentially could. Not any difference between the doctors and the insurance basically. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm fucking telling you, bro. I mean, like, you know, you take electric and they they take this and they see the assistance that you can get and something that... They're they, going to abuse it. Something that they fucking said in that podcast, which I absolutely hated to hear, is that McCrary County is 91% plus needing... 91% plus of the people in McCrary County are using this government assistance in some sort of way. Yeah, on, on the small town murder podcast. Yeah, on the small right, town right. murder per- yeah, podcast. Yeah, and that, that is factual because is, yeah. I've, I've heard that. Yeah, that and it's sad, but you know, at the same time, like, <sighs> yeah, but it goes back to what Kibby said. We've got, I mean, there's so many people that just fucking take advantage of yes. the system. Well, it's because you know they don't try. What has happened? They don't here. have affirmations written down. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they need to get you a whole they, fucking list of them. And, and you know what's crazy? It's not that they don't. They're not ambitious. Right. Because a lot of these individuals that are just working under the table, as we say here. Are um, go-getters, it seems, on yeah, that part. Basically, yeah. And they they're they look at things. They have goals, you know, and, and they are doing pretty well for themselves. Yeah. But, man, they, they just kind of you know lay low under the radar as much as they can to where they won't get busted, won't get caught for what they're doing. Yeah, man. Um, I, and I don't want anyone to lose anything they have. But, man, it's just not fair for those of us who go out here and we work honest jobs and we pay our taxes. and That's it. You know, we do what's right or we try to. And But, you know, I'm, I got off on a whole other tangent there. But, you know, I mean, I, I know that's, that applies to anywhere. It does. And, and, it you does. Know, and, and really what's sad, too, is that that's the state that our nation is in right now. Because people have become so reliant on the government, and that's scary. Very. Especially since COVID. That's what they want. And, and that's a lot of things. That's what the government wants. Uh, that's a lot of the part of the reason why people are so upset. Um, 
that during the COVID uh, pandemic or whatever you want to call it, because to me, technically we're out of it. That's just the way I look at it. That was something that happened 2020 and 2021. Were you out of the pandemic? Out of the pandemic. Like, but it's still around. It they still of, want They want it to be a pandemic. But yeah. my point is, is like that during that, that so many more people became reliant because they lost their jobs or they whatever. And like they're, they're upset that that was, they, they felt like that was like what the government wanted was for us to, that was a way to get us more reliant, you know, on them. Like let us, yeah. oh, let yeah. us pay for your. And girl. you know what that kind of refers to? A socialist. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're, well, we're all on the same page, and we're all making the same we'll, money. We'll give we you all this, drive the same car. We'll give you this little check here for COVID or look, we, a stimulus yeah. check. Fuck little, dude. They were paying people more than I've got paid. Well, I'm talking about, like, yeah, on, like, yeah. unemployment. I'm talking about the stimulus checks, though, for people work. That shit, and they, get, they got laid off. Like, I was shut down for two and a half months. And you're paying I people got, to come back to work who haven't wanted to work, and us that stayed at work, like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Oh, that's like my woman, bro. She didn't even get... No COVID bonuses. Yeah. No extra money. She see, got like, like fifty dollars maybe a week on see, her I'm, check. You know, where extra. I'm federally employed, we didn't get hazard pay. Yeah. No. Mom didn't either. You know, so and y'all like, work around the shit. She works yeah. around the shit. So it's like, you know, we were waiting on that and we never received it. So and it's I, like, okay. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you what's sad too. She works at a nursing home and I ain't bashing nobody, but it's some bullshit to me. Um, they said if you catch COVID and you're off two weeks, we're not paying you. Yeah. Yeah. You, a you, lot of companies. You're just fucked. And that was something like... And they're on the front lines working without yeah. vaccinations back then, which personally, I'm not a vax guy. I'm not knocking you if you are. Nothing wrong with you. You want to go get vaxxed? I know several people has, and I don't have an issue at all with that, guys. But yeah. if you do get vaxxed and you tell me you ain't going to get COVID, you straight up I, fucking Yeah, you crazy, dude, man. You're going to catch whatever. that shit still. But yeah, anyway. Get it. But for real, anyway. But it may know. save you, though. It may it may, it may, may save some of the symptoms. I don't know. But I don't you know, know. In the news, they say that COVID has peaked out. Yeah, Fauci said that. Of course, Fauci yeah. would. He's got yeah. pressure on his ass now. Yeah, but uh, Rand Paul's probably going to rip him in the ass I don't about know what that. Fauci said. I'm just telling y'all. What. Oh yeah, Fauci said. My bad, motherfucker. He needs yeah. he needs to resign or he needs to be replaced. Dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, he he was too wishy washy. <laughs> you know, there when very, it first began. Very gray area about. You know, things. my mind is blown right now, and this is something we talk about off the air all the time. My mind is blown at how fast time flies. Man, it fucking does. Because, man, like, when I think about the COVID pandemic, I feel like it happened last year, but it was 2020, yes. dude. Yeah. It happened. It started. It began in, like, the, two the middle to the end of March of 2020. Yeah. So that was almost the entirety of that year. Yeah. And then the entirety of last year. Yeah, it's like it blows my mind. My and dad's been gone. We are now almost halfway through February of 2022. <sighs> like, we're almost, like, two, I'm four months you. in. And, I, dude, I mean, it's like, where is time going to? But man, y'all, y'all ever hear that weird theory about the the 2012 theory or whatever? Oh yeah, where the world ended supposedly, and and we went on in a, a different yeah. Parallel, they're they're parallel like, man, it's strange how the world has felt right since 2012. Yes, and they're like, did the world really not end? Are we living in like, <laughs> you know? Man, I'm gonna bring it up again. Dolores Cannon has a book called um, "The New Earth," where she stated before. I mean that. Earth is transitioning into a different dimension, like a 5D dimension universe, fifth dimension. I don't know what that consists of. I haven't read this book, and I may get it next. I don't know. This is touching on something totally different, a very touchy subject. Okay. We're kind of getting outside of the news now, but we're hey, it's, all, it's all good. <laughs> That's what we do here. Yeah. Um. So didn't you also touch on something where 
she, and I don't know if it was her that spoke about this or if it was even you telling me this, but apparently there is a theory that Jesus had already returned and we're living in a time period post return. Oh, I don't know. You didn't hear about this? I don't think so. So what you're saying is that the there was maybe it was a guy that I worked with that had okay. spoken to me. But I think it, I think that's now that I think about, it, but yeah, that like something about the prophecies had already been fulfilled, and that now we're just in like a post return. We don't realize it. Yeah, that we're just kind of existing right now, and they're like, "Well, what's the purpose of the earth being here?" And we're like, "Well, we're not entirely sure, but all of the prophecies have already been fulfilled, and we yeah. are we're just kind of here now." You know, existing and, and living out the, the remainder. You never know, bro. I'm open-minded. You know, and th- th- we'd never even spoken about this before. No. Like, no, we ain't. You know, could you imagine if that were the case? I mean, like you said, you know, we're open-minded here, and, and we don't have to necessarily believe the things that we propose. Uh, but, you know, I just think that's crazy to think that. Like, what if Big that was time. the case? And then that would totally change things in the sense that, you know, are we waiting for something? Or... You know, or where, where are we at right now in terms of, you know? Yeah, I don't know, bro. Like, that's wild to think about that. Yeah. Let's see what she says. I got a thing on Dolores Cannon about the new earth and what she says. Let's bring this up. She stated, one of the quotes from the book, I guess. She says, as the new earth approaches, our way of thinking is being challenged more and more, which is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, the veil is thinning and lifting as our consciousness expands. Thinking outside the box, my infection. Plug. Um, <laughs> this is a requirement for entering the new dimension with the raising of our vibrations and frequencies. Hmm. Hmm. The old paradigms and the archaic belief systems must fall to the wayside to make room for the new. You know, that could be AI. That could be new technology she's, you know, hinting on here. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's pretty wild. Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. So here's another quote she has. Stop wasting time. Time is growing short for you to accomplish what you came to earth to do. Hmm. As our souls. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't, I love talking about that stuff. It really opens our minds up. But you never know. That's a cool That's a cool concept to kind of like ponder upon. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I mean. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, well, you're not supposed to. The Bible says you shouldn't think that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to state this right now. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying I'm right. But if God did not want us to think that way, he would not build our mind and our souls to be able to think this way. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the way I feel, personally. Yeah, and I, I align with that, with what you're saying. Yeah. You know? But, um, yeah. So, I don't know, bro. I don't know. But anyways, I think we're going to switch it up. And you know what I want to do? I don't know what you guys want to do. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, we'll hit it. Hit it. It's time for Fun Facts with the Bros. Yeah. Fun Facts with the Bros. It wasn't gone for long. No. We're back. Hmm. Hey. Facts with the Bros. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, some fun facts here. Check this out. In Los Angeles, there are fewer people than there are cars. Really? <laughs> yeah, I That's, don't know. What the hell? What the fuck? I mean, <laughs> they're acting like me. I got like six cars. There you go. It makes kind of sense when you think about it that way. So it's that's a fun fact man. for you. I don't know. It's just a really random one. Uh, yeah. 
All right, man. Let me see if I can find something here. Find something cool, man. Bring us find out. something cool. Yeah. I got another one for us real quick. 36 human hearts could fit inside a giraffe's heart. So not only is that neck long, that heart's huge. <laughs> Have you ever seen a damn giraffe's tongue? No. They're purple. Huh? Almost like a child's dog, like a child dog's tongue. They're yeah. purple. What's the purpose? Is there a purpose behind that? I don't that? know, but they are very, very rough feeling also. We was at the zoo in Knoxville one time, and they was feeding one. Man, it was crazy. That thing was wild, dude. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what else we I'm got trying, here I'm on these fun facts. Like really interesting stuff here, man. But Oh, know, damn. We never bring anything immediately to This must table. be why we allude on this all the time, guys. Here's another fun fact. The people with the highest IQs are most likely to use drugs. Wow. Oh, what the? I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. I, don't know, that I know a lot of people very, think, very sub IQ. Yeah. Possess yeah, gear that's, that's uh, awesome shit. Yeah. On that glass pipe diet. But <laughs> you tell me that McCrary County is full of a bunch of geniuses? Damn. So what the fuck's murder, uh, small town murder talking about then? They don't know about us. <laughs> yeah. The people with the highest IQs in states here are most likely to use drugs. Dang, dude. Wow. Hmm. Did you know that there's a stage before frostbite and it's called frost nip? Frost nip. Give me a little frost nip. I got that's a little frost nipply out here. Next time I'm out, like outside, I'm like, I got a little frost nip on my finger right now. Here's another pretty funny one that I thought. <laughs> Japan is actually facing a ninja shortage right now. <laughs> There's a high Damn. demand for ninja shows, but it is a dying tradition, and companies have trouble oh, finding man. properly trained ninjas. Bring that ninja that ninja style and that training back, guys. Gosh, in Japan, man. that's y'all's heritage, man. You know, what Embrace are they, that. Is that is that going to go back to that kung fu style like we were kind oh, of poking man. fun at, man? Crane stance. We really need to go down that path again. No, let's not do it. Hey, I got one here. You got one, loves? You looking around? Go ahead, man. I'll read this. <laughs> We've talked about this little wild ass animal on prior fun facts and okay. episodes. You probably the know what I'm talking about. You know honey it. The fucking honey the honey badger's badger. back. That's our, that's our mascot. That dude it should be. It's our mind facts and mascot yeah. is the honey badger. One. I'm gonna buy one from Africa and we'll just like have it chilling over on the couch with us. Fuck I'm that. I'm gonna name him Oscar. There we go. It lose our mind. Meanway check this out. Oscar. <laughs> A honey badger's skin is so thick they can withstand multiple mach- multiple machete strikes and arrows and spears. Dear God. This fucking thing's like the Terminator of the they animal are, world, bro. They really are. They don't give a fuck. They're not a the bit by cobras, pass out for two hours, they're wake up, up. They're straight up like mortal demons. Like <laughs> you can look in their eyes, man. They're just yeah, ready. They're just mean as fuck. Damn. Did you know that Bluetooth technology was named after a tenth century king, King Harold Bluetooth? He united <laughs> Denmark and Norway just like wireless technology united computers and cell phones. That's pretty dope. That's pretty so cool. his li- his like legacy legacy and his like like life from lives the, on through the, Bluetooth from the tenth century, and tenth we decided to name century. Bluetooth technology after him. Could you imagine if you went back to the tenth century? It was like, hey, bro, we named this weird thing that connects things wirelessly. He after just for you because no. you did Denmark. And- imagine he comes to the future and somebody's walking by and they're like, "Man, you got your Bluetooth on? I ain't connected." And they're, he's, he's like, like what? "What the fuck?" Somebody said my name. I always thought like the scientists had a Bluetooth like. Blue diamonds, like I was, I never did know. R.I.P. Doll flip. I do know that the Bluetooth symbol is like from, uh, like the Nordic. Um, is it really? It's a, it's a Norse symbol. Are you? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm looking at it on this on the on the Rodecaster Pro right now. That's dope as hell. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a it's a rune or it's whatever. It's a pagan religion symbol. <laughs> Connection. <laughs> it means dock up. It means like. Yeah. 
Whoa, we're docking. <laughs> we're docking right now. Docking. No, I'm talking about the band, the 80s rock band docking. <laughs> Did you know banks have therapists known as wealth psychologists who help ultra-rich clients who cannot mentally cope with their immense wealth? Are you serious? Dead serious. That's wild. Man, I can't handle all these billions of dollars. I don't understand how I got all these billions. Like when you when you win the lottery, they suggest that you hire a financial advisor. Do what? They highly suggest, like, if you ever win the lottery, yeah, that you hire it. The first thing you do with that money is you hire a financial advisor. Because you're about to blow that shit on cocaine and hookers, bro. Maybe not <laughs> blow it all. I'll take this. Blow but, it you know, all. On February 9th, 1918, and this is kind of crazy, that the first peace treaty of the World War was signed. Really? Really? Yeah, check this out. First peace treaty of World War One is signed when the newly declared independent state of Ukraine officially comes to terms with the Central Powers at 2 a.m. in Berlin, Germany, on February 9th, 1918. It's recognized, recognized the independence of it Ukraine from yet. Russia. Wow. Yeah. Damn, I got one, too, of Killbank. Kind of wow, this is nuts, dude. People don't sneeze in their sleep due to their brain shutting down the reflex. Here we go. The brain can the subconscious mind. It just shuts it off, for- dude. So I like, never thought about that. So you could train the brain to shut down the sneeze reflex. What else can we train time? to do? Oh man, are we going to go down that path? <laughs> we could. That'd be days. Hey, check this out. This is a whole different. <laughs> We're about to go down a rabbit hole, right? Well, this field. was just way out in left field. Oh god, check this. It ain't that bad. Uh, after the Disney movie Princess and the Frog came out, more than fifty children were hospitalized with salmonella from kissing frogs. Damn man. Damn. Little slimy damn bastards giving our kids. What do they think was going to happen? It's going to turn this little girl. I guess going to turn to a, a beautiful prince, a handsome prince, riding in on a shining armored horse, bearing. Oh, I don't know. He's just a nasty. Yeah, he's just a nasty ass frog. Especially if you got daughters out there, you're just like, yeah, don't don't worry about that. All these <laughs> all these dudes are the same anyway. Yeah, they're all basic. You might as well be. Yeah, all basic for real. <laughs> Did you know the Supreme Court has its own private basketball court? Really? Damn. Yeah, what do you guys think that its name is? Hold on. The, Supre- the Supreme Court? Yeah. Is it really? Is it really? No, no, no. no. Oh, oh. It has its own basketball court. What do you think its name is? I mean, alleged, that alleged, was it, though. I thought the Supreme Court? The Supreme Court, yeah. It's the highest court in the land. Oh. Yeah, pretty fucking dope. Damn. Then they're balling in their little outfits and shit. Like, oh, man. Little, like, dresses and yeah, shit. Buy me, the gowns. I'll be, be hurting some feelings. <laughs> <laughs> be dunking on them, dude. Shit. I wish I, I could better get that damn. <laughs> yeah, we break the rim off. <laughs> Did you know the brain is our fattiest organ? Is composed of nearly 60% fat. For everybody thinks the fat's not useful. Think about that next time you use a damn brain to think about that. That's so who, who is man. Guy Fox? Huh. I've heard, heard the that Guy name. Fox masks yeah. from like yeah. Me for Vendetta. Yeah. Did you know he's the reason guys are called guys? Like, hey guys, like, what's up with that? Does it say? No, nah, it just says that's the Guy reason. Fox. <laughs> Look at right, shit. I'm, I'm about to answer a question that's been asked for years. It officially takes 364 licks to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now we know. What if my licking ability is way surpassed? What if we got like little short licks? Like, you <laughs> <laughs> were a fucking long tongue. Damn, dog. Anyways, that sound bad on the mic. Um, anyways. ASMR. ASMR. <laughs> what the fuck? Check this one out. <laughs> we're going fucking hard on some fun facts tonight. Yeah, we're playing it all in. Hey, damn, where'd it go? My shit's got crazy. When baby monkeys are born, 
they grab their mother's legs and pull themselves out. Like, I'm getting the fuck up out of here, bro. Dang, I'm out. Bro. Would you just read that too? That's scary. You dude. laughing because it's funny? Or what's going on? <laughs> That's scary. Those are awesome. That you imagine seeing that shit? I'd be like, what the It's like I'm out here. Yeah, I'd roll out, dude. <laughs> Give me a fucking banana. Hungry. Are you laughing because this one? No, the blob of a toothpaste that sits on your toothbrush, like when you put it on, it really has a name. What is it? It's called a nurdle. A nurdle? A nurdle. <laughs> I'm going to tell Amar and Nevada to Mar school, you better get that nurdle on them bristles right now. I don't you know understand? Me up so much. A nurdle. Hilarious. A nurdle. I got one more, dude. I'm going to remember that shit. Right. One more, and this just blew my mind. I'll never see them the same again. Oh, man. What is it? Iguanas have three eyes. What? Two normal eyes and a third eye on the top of their head that only perceives brightness. Hey, they said we got three eyes. I don't know. You ever heard that, though? I have, but we ain't on that level. We're, we got like we a- ain't no reptilians. We got like a- um, You ever heard of that? Yeah. Like people believe there's reptilian aliens? Like there's like different Earth? species of like human beings. Like there's people that's like reptilians that are like- I mean, well, I know we think outside the box, Shapeshifters or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild, dude. Pretty so wild. they so it picks up brightness. Picks up brightness is all it does. I think that help my help like them to, um, you know, because they're like they can disguise themselves. Yeah. So maybe it helps them to like know, you know. Damn, that's crazy. The way you got what you got over there. What, what, right yeah. what the fuck are you typing on, bro? He's trying to send out inspirational messages to his folks. Okay, right. I've known this for a while. I'm just gonna throw this fun fact out there because I have been back in the gym. Okay. And I fucking feel great. Okay, I've been in there too. Oh, we've been killing it. So y'all, mm-hmm. we we spoke about this before. Okay. We're going to start Probably lifting again. Um, check this out. Uh, drinking cold water can help speed up your metabolism and assist in weight loss. A lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. You know, when I was bulking, I would drink like room temperature water. Yeah. But like when you, ha- when you drink cold water, it like your metabolism has to speed up because it drops your body temperature. Yes. To produce more heat. To get your regulate regulate your body temperature back, uh-huh. yeah. A lot of people don't know that, yeah. So they also say if you drink cold water before you go to sleep, it does that also. Yeah, but I like as you sleep, go to the bathroom. Yeah, I have to get up. Yeah, I'll be burning more calories, jumping up sixteen fucking times. Pissing. Yeah, that's why I'm burning more calories because I'm getting up out of bed and having to do things. And I'm like tripping on the shit. I'm trying to sleep dehydrated. You know what I mean? Pretty crazy. I think that was a successful. All right, I'm gonna give you one more. Research, do it. Hit us with one more. Britain's secret intelligence service once hacked an Al Qaeda website and replaced the bomb instructions they had with a cupcake recipe. <laughs> That's dope. Damn. Britain went hard on a cupcake. Britain went hard. It's like, hey, look, I'm on. Y'all gonna be making some real, real tasty Y'all, bombs. I would just take the whole drop. website down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, instead they're like playing games. I'm just like talking about Damn, destroying got, the whole deal. I gotta say this before we get off here. This is wild. Have you ever heard of a feral child? Like a, what's that movie? The little kid that runs around in the jungle? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. What movie is that? Jungle Book. Jungle Book. Oh, is that it? Check this out. He's a feral child because a feral child is a human who has been raised by animals. There have been more than 100 documented cases of this so far. So I wonder, like, what types of animals have reared children? Wolves. Wow. Wolves and bears. Wolves and bears. Think, think a bear would, or do you think a bear would just kill a human? Um, what was the bear's name in the Jungle Book? Baloo? Yeah. Is that it? Right? I don't know. I don't know. It's been it? a long time since I've watched that. 
Baloo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, he's got That's a whole it. song. Okay. And what's the, is there a, uh, the Panther? Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was badass. That's the a good tiger. Boy. The tiger was a beast. He was like the enemy. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> we're getting on some crazy shit. Um, yeah, man, that's pretty wild. Fun facts was definitely a success. So I think we so, need to move on to uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go right into this. Let's, Let's go it. right into it. Roll it. Yeah. This one you know what time it is. It's True Crime Wednesday with My Faction Podcast. Uh. Let's go. Yeah. A true crime. About to spit these fucking facts for you, yeah. So, tonight. So, guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not. For those of you out there who may not be horror fans, you may not know, there is going to be a release on Netflix on February 18th of this, obviously this month, I just said February, of this year. And it is a new Texas Chainsaw incarnation. Yes, sir. And it will be called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They didn't Love get too it. creative with that new title. but <laughs> No, not really. Influencers looking to breathe new life into a Texas ghost uh, town encounter. Leatherface, the legendary killer who wears a mask of human skin. And that's basically the rundown on it. Um, it's going to be based upon, obviously, the earlier incarnations of the movie. Because there's been a couple. Yes, sir. And then there's been spinoffs. Yeah, I got a leather face um, mask up here on the shelf. I love it. Look do. how ominous it looks do, sitting up there, bro. Ass. Look at that thing. It's the OG one, too. It's OG. It's the one from the original Tope Hooper film. Old beef jerky face. Yep. What Human did the jerky. original come out? Was it 1970s? I want to say I think it was 73. 70s. It was very early 70s, mid-70s, maybe. Yeah, I want to say 73. You know, a lot of people thought that was like a true, actual very true story in Texas. October 11th of 1974. Okay, I knew it was like, and early man, day. it really took off. And I mean, honestly, I'm a huge fan. Oh yeah, I love it. Um, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the original actor who played Leatherface, he actually spent time. Um, I think it was in like uh, like visiting psych wards to try to like learn how to mimic the mannerisms of people who dealt with mental uh, issues, and that way he could better act out this character who's more of like a. A grown man child in a sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was he, almost like he was secluded, or like he wasn't mentally right from the beginning, but yeah. he was also stored away. Yeah. Um he was utilized as their main isolated, you yeah. know, killer, you know. Yeah. Um and his just his ominous, you know uh, I don't know, his his entire appearance is just yeah. he's a butcher who wears people's faces, faces <laughs> that he of the people he kills and, and yeah. he yields this chainsaw and he doesn't seem to have... You don't know what his motive is. You don't know why he's no. doing what he's yeah. doing. It's uh, like he's influenced by his family in these movies. That is the um, key. You talk about going above and beyond, though. That yeah. actor was not playing no games. No, he, he they went full throttle. Now, that's some affirmation yeah. shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I got to do But you this. know, it's crazy, though, how great that movie was. If you go back and watch that, then you watch, like, the 2003 movie, the remake of that, and then the yeah. 2006 one that, that kind of played along. There's a sequel to that one. Mm-hmm. You're like, hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You, you know, know who I love to see do a Texas Chainsaw? Rob Zombie. You knew it. I already knew it. You done fucking ambush telepathy. It's right up his alley. It, why is he not? I don't I, I don't know. You know, I you mean. You know, because like House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, give me almost a feel of, of yes. that family. And I think that that definitely had to have played a huge role. I, uh, I feel so. In his style. 
Yeah. Because of the grittiness. The dirt. Where are you at, Rob Zombie? Man, let's do you know, this. But um, anyway, oh, to, yeah, let's to get, get back on topic. We, <laughs> we're not talking about Texas Horror fans here, guys. We sorry. are talking about what it the was based deal. upon. The man it the was real based man. upon. And that man is none other, none other than Edward Theodore Gein. Yes, sir. Also known as the Butcher of Plainfield or That's the Plainfield evil. Ghoul. Evilness right there. Yep. Yep. Gein's crimes committed around his hometown in Plainfield, Wisconsin, gathered widespread notoriety in 1957 as authorities discovered he had exhumed corpses from local graveyards and fashioned trophies and keepsakes from their bones and skin. Gein also <laughs> confessed to killing two women tavern owner mary hogan in 1954 and hardware store owner bernice warden in 1957 wow you know i always heard he had like lamps made of uh lampshades made of skin human skin he did oh lord his game was initially found uh unfit to stand trial and confined to a mental health facility by 1968 he was judged competent to stand trial he was found guilty of the murder of warden but he was found legally insane and was remanded to a psychiatric institution. He died at Mendota Mental Health Institute of Respiratory Failure on July 26, 1984, age 77. He is buried next to his family in the Plainfield Cemetery in a now unmarked grave. Damn. Yeah. So, not like he needs one, but... Yeah. It blows my mind people live to be 77. It's just pure evil like that. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Um, I have a long list here of the things that were found within the house, but I want to read some of the crimes here about the crimes that he committed. On the morning of November 16, 1957, Plainfield hardware store owner Bernice Warden disappeared. A Plainfield resident reported that the hardware store's truck had been driven out from the rear of the building at around 9.30 a.m. The hardware store said few customers the entire day. Saw few customers the entire day, sorry. Some area residents believe this was because of deer hunting season. Bernice Warden's son, Deputy Sheriff Frank Warden, gosh, that sounds like the wrong woman to be murdering, dude, (laughs) entered the store around 5 p.m. to find the store's cash register open and bloodstains on the floor. Frank Warden told investigators that on the evening before his mother's disappearance, Gein had been in the store and that he was to have returned the next morning for a gallon of antifreeze. A cell slip for a gallon of antifreeze was the last receipt written by Warden on the morning she disappeared. On the evening of the same day, Gein was arrested at the West Plainfield Grocery Store and the Washera County Sheriff's Department searched the Gein farm. A Washera County Sheriff's deputy discovered Warden's decapitated body in a shed on Gein's property, hung upside down by her legs with a crossbar at her ankles and ropes at her wrists. Holy shit. The torso was dressed out like a deer. She had been shot with a 22 caliber rifle and the mutilations were made after her death. Searching the house, authorities found, and here's the list. Whole human bones and fragments. A wastebasket made of human skin. Human skin covering several chair seats. Skulls on his bedposts. Female skulls, some of the top sawn off. Bowls made from human skulls. A corset made from a female torso skin from shoulders to waist. What the f- Leggings made from human leg skin. Masks made from the skin of female heads. Mary Hogan's face mask in a paper bag. Mary wow. Hogan's skull in a box. Bernice Warden's entire head in a burlap sack. Bernice Warden's heart in a plastic bag in front of Gein's potbelly stove. Nine vulva in a shoebox. 
a young girl's dress and the vulvas of two females judged to have been about 15 years old. Holy shit. A belt made from female human nipples. Four noses. A pair of lips on a window shade drawstring. A lampshade made from the skin of a human face. Fingernails from uh, female fingers. These artifacts were photographed at the state crime laboratory and then decently disposed of. Oh, man, that is intense. When questioned, Gein told investigators that between 1947 and 1952, he had made as many as 40 nocturnal visits to three local graveyards to exhume recently buried bodies while he was in a daze-like state. On about 30 mm. of those visits, he said he came out of the daze while in the cemetery, left the grave in good order, and returned home empty-handed. On the other occasions, he dug up the graves of recently buried middle-aged women he thought resembled his mother and took the bodies home where he tanned their skins to make his paraphernalia. What the fuck was this guy on? I have no idea. Gein admitted to stealing from nine graves from local cemeteries and led investigators to their locations. Alan Willimovsky of the State Crime Laboratory participated in opening three test graves identified by Gein. The caskets were inside wooden boxes. The top boards ran crossways, not lengthwise. The tops of the boxes were about two feet below the surface in sandy soil. Gein had robbed the graves soon after the funerals while the graves were not completed. The test graves were exhumed because authorities were uncertain as to whether the slot Gein was capable of single-handedly digging up a grave during a single evening. They were found as Gein described. Two of the exhumed graves were found empty. One had a crowbar in place of the body. One casket was empty. One casket Gein had failed to open when he lost his pry bar, and most of the body was gone from the third grave. Yet Gein had returned rings and some body parts. Thus, Gein's confession was largely corroborated. Soon after his mother's death, Gein began to create a woman's suit so that he could become his mother, to literally crawl into her skin. Gein denied having sex with the bodies he exhumed, explaining they smelled too bad. During state crime laboratory interrogation, Gein also admitted to the shooting death of Mary Hogan, a tavern owner missing since 1954 whose head was found in his house. He later denied memory of details of her death. A 16-year-old youth whose parents were friends of Gein and who attended ball games and movies with him reported that Gein kept shrunken heads in his house, which Gein had described as relics from the Philippines, sent by a cousin who had served on the islands during World War II. Upon investigation by the police, these were determined to be human facial skins carefully peeled from corpses and used by Gein as masks. There we go. Gein was, exactly. Gein was also considered a suspect in several other unsolved cases in Wisconsin, including the 1953 disappearance of Evelyn Hartley, a lacrosse babysitter. During questioning, Washora County Sheriff Art Schley, Schley, I don't know how you say that, reportedly assaulted Gein by banging his head and face into a brick wall. As a result, Gein's initial confession was ruled inadmissible. Schley died of heart failure at age 43 in 1968 before Gein's trial. Many who knew Schley said he was traumatized by the horror of Gein's crimes, and this, along with the fear of having to testify, especially about assaulting Gein, caused his death. One of his friends said he was a victim of Ed Gein as surely as if he had butchered him. Wow. This that was this whole damn case is intense. Now, I you know, also, I'd heard about this guy. Yes. I didn't know it was that crazy. Now, if people didn't know this, a lot of people know that this is what spurred the idea for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yep. movies, but they don't know this also spurred the movies of Psycho. I didn't know that. Where the man would dress up as his mother. Yep. Yeah, because he just stated in yep. those he had documentation. with his mother, obviously. Wow. Look at this absolute psycho. Yeah, he don't... He don't look right. Yeah, I'd bust a cap in his ass. He walked yeah. up on me. Yeah. 
motherfucker ain't taking my face off. Yeah. Exactly. you right now. And, you know, he couldn't sexually assault the bodies because they smelled bad. If he had COVID, he, he would have had no problem with that. No taste, no smell. But, you know. That man, dude. It's crazy that there's these individuals out there, you know, that. What do you, what, how does your mind even. I, I know, know, look, man, my infection wants you to think outside the box, but don't be going this hard. <laughs> no, this, this dude did everything he could to get inside the box dude, yeah, to get those remains. Damn. And he's over eating fucking cereal out of skulls and shit. Man. Give me them fruity pebbles and that nice skull over there. I mean, it's one thing to watch a movie and go, wow, that would be crazy if that was real. And then there's one thing to look at this and read into that and think, imagine what these deputies... Oh my thought, god! When they walked inside this house and they're like, "Oh my god!" When you was reading that, I swear in my mind I was picturing like these scenes. Yeah, like how you, could you imagine being the officers? And uh, do you remember the scenes wow. when they're showing the photos in the movies and it's got that old camera? Like we we utilized that actually <laughs> okay. in our second episode of Fourth Dimension Paranormal. A noise. Whatever. Go okay, check it, it out if you guys haven't <laughs> checked it out. It's kind of slow, but it's good. Um, yeah. But I was imagining that. Snapping these photos of all these, all this paraphernalia. Yeah, man. And I mean, that's that was what Tobe Hooper, the original director, you know, of the original film. I love that noise, man. Yeah, I mean, and that's so ominous. You know, damn. Like looking at that mask gives me a whole different perspective now that I know this case. Like just looking at a purchase tealing, bro. Yeah, I mean, knowing that, knowing that old fucking yeah, old dude was just. Yeah. Hanging out with hearts and bags and heads and skulls on his table. But I just wonder what set the guy off to. To just want to actually kill somebody as opposed to continually being a grave robber but yeah like something in his frontal lobe yeah. i don't know he maybe he had a head injury I, it's I don't really know. weird though do you think he had the presence of mind to act as if he was mentally like unstable or true uh, or whatever so that he could be sent to a psychiatric ward as opposed to a prison right because a lot of people you know they do that but you they know if he, that was, if he was sent to a prison today Dude's getting his ass beat. He's going to have to PC yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Because when these dudes find out. That means uh, protective custody. If you yeah. might don't know, PC up. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I it was a lot easier to go back. I mean, to go to like a mental facility back then than yeah. it is now. Yeah, it's it's very difficult to get there now. To like plead insanity. Yeah, it's yeah. like they didn't have the guidelines we have today. Because everybody's, it's almost like back then, I think guys had too much pride to act crazy. So they just take it like a man. And then nowadays, everybody wants yeah. to plead insanity because they want to take that, that bitch move out to try to get, you know. Baby back bitches. Yeah. We're going to state it. Even, even our freaking murderers and convicts today are turning into just a bunch of baby back ass bitches. <laughs> I'm telling you. Bro, have you, have you all watched Weak. the documentary about the first woman serial killer? No, I haven't. Y'all need to watch that. Is it a good one? It's on like Netflix or what? Yeah, it's on Netflix. There's a whole documentary on it. Let me look up her name real quick. There's a lot of good stuff but, on Netflix, though, man. But, man, they up in those prices. Like you see that thing that Joe posted on his page? I did, yeah. He said, uh, Netflix <laughs> up uh, ups those prices one more time. I'm dusting the VCR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I've man. been seeing that and I think it's funny and all but I'm it's, like damn what happened to DVDs we're just gonna trip up we're just gonna completely <laughs> miss that shit let's just fuck CDs we're going to 8-track yeah. I'm gonna pop it in my, in yeah. my Jeep dude and put me 8-track something happens to fucking digital, like MP3 players I'm, I'm getting my record player out Spotify goes down I'm, pull, I'm pulling the record player out and putting it in my skipping ass I'm bringing the phonograph back <laughs> her name was uh, Aileen Warnes it's wild she's, she's wild so like, when, when did this take this place out. what was the date of uh of this, because you know there was female murderers like long before, uh, just undocumented. In 1989 oh, yeah. to 1990. And wow, I, what? 
Yeah, but you would think that that would have been further back than that. Yeah, but you go back, you go back to uh, like our first podcast when we did the the murder mysteries, and a lot of the women that died were prostitutes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she was a prostitute killing Johns. Dang! So this is a revenge, and it could be a revenge thing. Maybe they she thought that one of her friends was killed by John, and they she's like, oh, bro, she is wow, she's just evil. She is. You see this beautiful. I actually lady. have watched that before. Yeah, I didn't like, know that she was her. her. Let me see if I've seen her. Yeah, she's psycho. Man. I have heard about that. Dude, yeah. crazy. She said like she's hearing voices and shit. They yeah. put um, yep. shit in her mirror and stuff when yep. she was in prison and stuff yeah. like that. That's nuts. Like, bro. Made her I'm about to watch that again. Explain. I had watched like short like articles about her and clips yeah. by. Yeah, she's like, full blown psycho. Yeah. Just pull her up on YouTube. Yeah, she said she was like innocent, right? Well, she she said that she did it on purpose, like she did it, you know. And then she comes back, like before the day before she's uh, executed, she comes back and she's like, uh, you know, they knew that I was doing. The cops knew that I was doing this. They were dropping people in in parachutes and dropping stuff down. Yeah, she was me. really out for fucking robbery, bro. Fucking gone. Like most serial killers, probably are oh, most yeah, killers, yeah. obviously. You know what's crazy though? Like think about like all of the serial killers that we won't ever know about because, like, written history wasn't a thing. Like, oh, You know, man. like, back during the ancient cities and stuff, that there were some absolute psycho killers out They're there. They're way that worse than that. And that there, there might have been documents somewhere around, like, we don't know who this killer there is. There was no DNA. There and was no way to trace killed, like, 500 people. Oh, man, you know You know, it. gotten away with it. And, you, know you know it. Like, it would be crazy to see these facts and stuff that that you know were probably there. Lost facts. And they may yeah. not be there. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I mean, like, the, the I can probability see is there. Yeah, you're running. You're running fucking rogue through I all mean, these ancient like, cities. Nobody did, can trace. You don't know your name. How long was really? ancient Egypt around as a civilization? Like four thousand, forty five hundred years. years. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so like in forty five hundred years, imagine if the United States was forty five hundred years old. How many killers in that amount of time? Killers. You're going to get some crazy shit going on. <laughs> you damn right. It's crazy because like I was driving down the road today, and you know, just doing this podcast, I was thinking like, and this is, I don't know, bizarre fucking thought, but like. Right now, as we're sitting here, like somebody is fucking chained to a killed, bed, yeah. getting raped or something. No, I'm right no, now. 100. I thought about that shit too, dude. I was oh, driving yeah. down the road today. It was crazy because you said that, and it made me. It made me think about that shit, and I was like, somebody could be getting like chained to a fucking bed right now and be raped. And that's why I asked you about the um, when we talked earlier. I asked you about the uh, Amazon review killer. Oh yeah, dude, fucking wild. That's like, nuts. You know, they, yeah, we may need to hit that one. I would almost guarantee somebody could possibly be getting killed as we speak. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. That's sad. Somebody, somebody right now is dying right now. Uh, yes. Taking yes. their last breath, like even from maybe even a serial killer or yeah. like a uncaught killer. Yeah. I mean, but you know, like, what would Ed, what was Ed Gein thinking when he was just like putting these fucking people's faces on? Like, but you know, you you, you got to think though. You would. I almost guarantee you, because there's, we always say there's a rhyme, there's a reason, there's a code for everything. Yeah, yeah. I would almost guarantee that if we really got down to the nitty gritty, if it was, because it's not possible, but if it were in that moment when they just decided to kill, yeah, I almost guarantee that the same amount of certain chemicals within the oh, brain are yes. present as they were with like Ted Bundy, as they oh, were you know with. It. You know, you name it. Certain like dopamines and, yeah, and John adrenaline. Yeah, John you name it. They like killer. that, maybe that. Adrenaline rush. That, that adrenaline rush and that certain chemical going through their brain, they had that same imbalance, if you want to call it that. Oh, yeah, I believe that. So there's some type, but you don't, I mean, there's no way to target that, you know, know that that's coming. But, you, no. but, you know, I know that some of maybe their mentalities were different. Um, their reasonings were different, but it's just crazy, though, that, you know, it's like there are people out there that at the drop of a hat, you know. Oh, yeah, without blinking it, I will slit your fucking throat and wear your face. You know, me and a guy that I work with happened to talk about this 
the other night, man. This is something crazy. <laughs> nuts. And I'll drop this real quick, you know. Um, so in a neighboring county from where we are, there was an incident that happened, I want to say three or four years ago. Yeah. Where there was a lady who I think that she had been going through a stint where she was taking some drugs or someone. She was a mother. And they had a small – they had one younger daughter – one older daughter, the oldest daughter, I think, was 18. The youngest daughter was like nine. So almost the same ages apart, similar to, like, well, kind of like what, you know, your daughters are. Oh, age, yeah. Right. And so her youngest daughter and her husband were home. She, I don't know for what reason, if she just was like, just completely just went ape shit or what, she made them cookies and tried to poison them. Oh, yeah. Her husband got a phone call from a buddy, from a partner who owned these storage units, and he said, hey, I didn't get time to lock those up tonight. Do you think you could run down there and lock them up for me? And he was like, no, man, I really can't. He's like, I'm not feeling too good. I'm, like, actually pretty sick, you know. So his buddy, his other partner that had called him said, oh, okay, that's cool, man. I understand. I'll find the time. I'll get it done. But he knew something was kind of weird. Yeah. Okay, the husband had, had eaten those cookies. So apparently he ended up just, like, kind of getting sick, went on to bed with the youngest daughter. She Her stomach started hurting, so she started crying and crying. Okay, make a long story short, the lady ended up taking a pistol and went and shot her husband and then shot her daughter in the head. And they know that she had put the gun straight to her ear and pulled the trigger and blew her daughter's brains out. And She, ah, she told investigators later, she's like, because that little bitch wouldn't stop crying. That's just, how, how are people wired this way, bro? I don't know. And then the, the oldest daughter comes home because she was out later. I heard a little the, bit about the way this. the house was laid out. Apparently, she didn't have to walk through the house and see what had happened. So she had walked in the house and kind of went into her room and put her headphones on, and then she eventually fell asleep. So the mother, allegedly, the way they think it happened, um, waited until she fell asleep and walked in there, and she shot her. <sighs> and then eventually, this led to a shootout with the police, or well, and then it kind of came to a halt. And then they ran in, they got the lady. the The gun had one bullet left in the in the in the gun and <clears throat> apparently um she kind of said that she couldn't come to terms with like killing herself basically she loved herself too much because Piece like when shit, they bro. brought her into the county jail after this had happened yeah they had to ask a series of questions and one of them were like are you suicidal right now are you having suicidal thoughts and she was like why, yeah. why would i why, be, why would i be suicidal like cold yeah what made her like did she flip all of a sudden or like what? The she was just like, so apparently I think the marriage was going downhill and there's eventually going to lead to a divorce. Yeah. So things hadn't been going very well. Anyway, this lady is dealing with drug addiction at some point. Man. Um, she had mental um, bouts of mental issues. It seemed. Oh, uh, hell yeah, definitely. I mean, prior to that. So something just put her over the edge and she just completely lost it. I wonder what she's. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah. My headphones are dead. I uh, wonder what she's thinking now. I have no idea, man. That's I don't know if she feels remorse about it or anything like that. I highly doubt it, but um, just blows, blows my mind, man. I mean, it's just like something that happened locally, and uh, that that little that girl, the oldest girl. I remember girl, hearing about this. She worked where I worked at that time. Damn, man. So and you knew who she was? I knew her kind of, but like I, I don't think I'd ever spoken to her, but I knew who she was. I'd seen her around, and it just kind of blew my mind that, you know, even we had just crossed paths and that this tragic, I mean, absolutely insane incident happened. Because she wasn't that old, was she? she? I think she was 18, the oldest wow, girl was. Man. I think the youngest girl was nine, I think. How in the hell? Yeah. So, Why um, do people like this even exist? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't understand it, dude. But, you know, I mean, it's crazy, but – that's that's stuff that happens in the real world. So it does, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I think we're about ready to wrap this one up, guys. Man, we had a lot of fun with this. I brought this up, man. I didn't. I don't know if you've seen uh, Ed Gein's home. No. Look at this ominous-looking-ass place. Y'all look this up. Google Ed Gein's home. Oh, wow. Look at this place. This place looks like something out of a horror movie. Absolutely. House of the Unknown, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. It's pretty cool, though. I do. I mean, I like the structure of it. I would live there. Would you? Yeah, dude. I don't know if I'm about that, bro. That place looks wild as hell. I'm about it. Imagine the horrors. Oh, man. That those walls seen and witnessed. Yeah. The weird shit that went on in you that know, area. Yeah. That I mean, property has to be. I wonder if that house is still standing. I think it got burnt down. Fuck. I think it did. It's I don't investigate that, but I think I read that somewhere. Did we speak on taking uh, Losey to the house in the known last week? Uh, yeah, we, we talked, we talked, we talked about, about it. it. Yeah. We on the podcast. It. I can't remember if we talked about the shit we caught. Um, I don't know. I don't remember if we Anyways, talk a little bit about it. As we're uh, signing out here, we I took Losi um, to the house of the unknown, <laughs> and on the way over, I was like, "Bro, I've talked so much shit about this place. We have like our luck; we won't catch shit." But we was filming. Probably, what do you think about thirty five minutes? We've been there forty. Yeah, it wasn't even. That. It was just. It might have been that to long. Get upstairs, bro. Um, Losi's got the AX thirty three, the night vision camera on me. It's very dark in this location. I got an Ovilus, I think, in my hand. Maybe the Ovilus I was holding. Possibly, I think it was, or a voice recorder one. I can't remember. I think it was obvious. But, man, anyways, I'm like, can you walk up the steps for me? And no shit, you hear like five steps. I remember I looked over at Lowe's, and he was just like, oh, shit. And I was like, I like nod my head like, yeah. That's when I realized. I'm like, yeah, we're here, dude. This is it. We're like, it. Yeah, pretty cool. But, anyways, hopefully we'll be going back soon, guys. And Yeah, well, like we said, you know, we want to roll in there, and we want to do a – a full blown legitimate like now with the, with, the, uh, with the equipment that we have now, guys. I mean, it, it's unbelievable, and I'm I'm to the point where I'm sick of even talking about. It. I, I know, get, man, I want to get it, it done just, for you guys to get it edited and get it out there. And uh, you guys exactly, like, damn, they ain't playing. So they ain't fucking playing no more. Um, yeah, it's been a long time coming, but we're going to get that done for coming. you guys, and uh, hopefully, got a lot more projects lined up for you all, especially when the weather gets nicer out. Yeah, maybe some short movies, little short films. I would film. love it. I'd love to have one for you guys this fall. That's in the works. <sighs> Definitely I mean, like some horror stuff. I mean, we really need to just buckle down and make it happen. We do. Because we, we could do. really, I think we would blow your guys' minds with the with the content we could get out there as far as fourth dimension paranormal goes, Man, as far as True Vision films goes. True Vision films. And we hope eventually that um, this podcast, your Mind Faction podcast, with your guys' help of sharing Man, this and getting the word out there, that it's going to blow up. And, you know, I know we talk about a lot of things, and uh, eventually we would like to figure out you know, what path we're on as a podcast. Yeah. We know that you people that are local, that you, you love it and- you tune in each week, and we thank you all. We love you guys. Hell and, yeah. Uh, but we hope to start reaching out, you know, on a global yeah, scale. Man, you know definitely. I mean, the internet, it just, it brings the possibilities of that. Yeah. And it's amazing. Um, another thing I want to touch on also, um, it's just, uh, yeah, man, like we really appreciate, like you're saying, we appreciate all that. And with your guys' help, we're going to make this podcast grow. But I'm hoping Within the near future, if this lady reaches back on the the book, the author, the interview for the past life regressions, I'm gonna have her call in. She's from, I think she's from England. Mm-hmm. She is and, from the uh, UK. So hopefully, guys, we're able to work with Ozark Mountain Publishing, which is Dolores Kane, like we said, Priors. Um, it's her publishing company, and hopefully, we can work with a lot of the artists and the authors there, and yeah, help bring you guys maybe some cool content. In a direction you never thought about. Like, we hope that these people we have on here are interesting to you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's going to take us down a different path as far as the topics that we're going to be covering. And uh, 
I think it's going to start taking mind faction in a new direction, sort I of, maybe. Maybe and, get uh, some different listeners. Yeah. Broaden our basis on that. Uh, so we look forward to that. We look forward to you guys continue to tune in and check us out. Spread the word. Comment. Let us That's know. It, continue man. to let us know what you think. And we look forward to hearing from you guys. We love y'all. Hey, I'm going to leave you with this. Betty Reese said, if you think you're too small to be effective, you've never been in the dark with a mosquito. And there you go. There you go. There that it is. is the motto for episode number <laughs> That's 24. the motto. Maybe we should start doing those. Do the motto. Daily mottos. Motto for episodes. <laughs> Appreciate yeah. y'all, man. We out. All right, guys, look. We're signing out. I want you guys to practice this affirmation thing we were speaking on. Please, let's do a little study. And you guys, maybe we can have a call in. How about we do that? Yeah. Say, hey, if you guys want to join in on the affirmations, write down things you're wanting to accomplish, maybe two or three months into the future, we can have a call-in episode, and you can explain if it's changed the way you've thought, the way you've operated, the way that things in life have, have just unfolded for you. Yep. And sure. Before we sign off, we hope you guys have a happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. And make oh, the Cupid. most of it, and we hope you guys... Just Shooting with that fully up. auto bow. Mm-hmm. Losi's flipping Cupid off, unfortunately. Yeah, he's just, I don't, yeah, okay. Somebody come scoop Losi okay. up. Take him on a date. Just shit out of here. Give him a he's good a, one He's a good him, looking. Bro. I'm on myself right now. He's, yeah, fuck everybody. I'm just talking about one nighter, bro. <laughs> I ain't talking yeah. about a relationship. <laughs> talking I'm, about, I'm talking about, hey, <laughs> hook it up. Bro, we don't know what you're um, looking for, but you know, <laughs> hey. You know, hey, we got it all here at Mind Factory. All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week, February 17th, episode number 25. We'll see you next week. See you, Yeah. Catch out.